kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. <laughs> a love story. <laughs> oh, for feedback detected. Yeah, yeah, it's to be like, cooked it. Um, Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire Disturbed Edition. What is up? Um... Well, according to the Flat Earth, is some sort of a dome. The and dome is up. Yeah, and then it's water over the top of it, apparently. That's what they say. Water. Well, space is water. Oh, so we're underwater. That's what the fucking... I, I've, I've spent too much time in the last couple of weeks looking at Flat Earth, arguing with round ball Earth people on the internet, and I it, it, it cooks me. It cooks me because it's a pointless conversation by round ball and flat earth people. And they're arguing about what meteorites are. So anyway, we won't even... Because it doesn't even matter but in the end, does it? Well, they say it does. The flat earth whack jobs say it does because it's the biggest lie ever. And, and if you don't know the truth of where you're living, then... I think the one thing I said to Amy this week, the one thing I think flat earth people underestimate... And this, is a, this is totally overlooked on most forums that I've seen... I think they just underestimate how big the Earth is. That's it. I think that's how you can sum up flat Earth people in a nutshell. They just underestimate the size of the Earth. You're thinking too small, bro. They're thinking too small. They're like, it looks flat to me. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really work like that. Driving to Greymouth from Christchurch in a car takes three hours. And if you look on a glo- you look on the globe, how far you travelled, it's like, you know, a width of a pencil. If that. If that. Of the whole world. It's nothing, right? Anyway, what's up? Uh, yeah, the sky. <laughs> now, Tim, let's um, let's look at. I've got some. Sh- I've got. I haven't got any show notes, but what I let's. We've got no births. We do have one death. We'll get to that. But first of all, let's go to marriages. Now, this week it appears you and Andrea um, celebrated your twenty third anniversary. That was that warmed the cockles of my heart. It's a great effort. You're, you're coming up on the tw- on the quarter of a century, Tim. What is? Do you know what the twenty-five year anniversary thing is? Like, is it like? Do you know silver or platinum or when were- <laughs> sapphires or? Guess what? Oh. I, I didn't. You're telling me this. Oh shit! It was a, Andrew did a post on uh, on Insta, and it was of you on the pier, and it was really cute. Okay, delete delete this whole bit. Um, hold on. What what? That's how solid your relationship is. You can forget <laughs> it, and, it and, and 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 Andrea doesn't even give you any grief about it. She doesn't even grief. That about is it. so classic. So, <laughs> so this is your this isn't your, obviously your wedding anniversary. This is just your um your passiversary or something. Yeah, no, but is this your passion? But was no, that, no, but it is our wedding anniversary. Okay, so you got married on the same day as the passiversary as we. Yeah, so when, yeah, when we hooked up or yeah, when we got together, were like officially going yeah, out. Yeah, totally. Was, if you're going steady, bruh. Was 11th of June. Yeah, okay. Um, and we got married on that same day. Just set a iPhone reminder. Um, at so, <laughs> so we went. Yeah, we went. Uh, did we go on Sunday? We went to the hot pools. Oh, the Sunday just been. Yeah. Okay, that's why you went there. And guess what? 
I didn't even know. That's why we went there. Well, you this went. Is, yeah. You went. That's the main thing. That's is terrible. Well, you're you're a male of the species. I think it was Sunday. The male of the species isn't really there to remember dates. We're there to hit nails and, and paint walls. Man, and I never look at the date. Yeah. Okay, so you... I roughly know you, what the date thank is. Thank you roughly. for informing me that... Uh, well, I'd just like to give you and Andrea a warm congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So 2020... Five. Oh, 2025 will be the 25th. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's was, easy. 2000, yeah. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Um, good effort. Yeah. Well that's, done. Um, fuck, it hasn't been hard. No, that's the main thing. That's the best. It yeah, shouldn't be. It hasn't been hard at all. It shouldn't be. Fuck. Might have been on uh, the 23rd anniversary night, though, was it? If you know what I mean, Tim. Hey, hey, hey. Well, it would have been Maybe we'll say that for the Patreon. If I remembered. Maybe we'll say that for the Patreon, which I suppose. I, I might have put some effort in if I well, remembered. Yeah, yeah, well, make effort to. When it's the 25th, you better. Yeah, shit. You better walk into the room with a rose in your mouth. You know? I, I usually remember. Jazz. Not that we, we never we never do anything crazy no. or anything. And I usually remember. Yeah. But uh, not I, this year. This year, completely. Too forgot. busy, mate. You got a house built on the go, multiple kitchens. Yeah, you're doing a bloody pod, podcast production. You're you're on your way to what Couple belt? Of kids. What belt are you on the way to? Brown. I'm on my way to brown. Yeah. You're on the way to brown. Yeah. You're, what do you want at the moment? Purple. Perps. Yeah. You want to stay on perps, wouldn't you? I like perps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're like, can I just stay on perps for a while? Yeah. Um, Let's just start buying brown clothes or something. That'd be yeah. Nah, browns. Nah, yeah. I don't mind brown. Yeah, brown's boring. fine. A bit boring. A bit boring. Um, no, not good for the pride month. No, yeah. Hey, did, did you see? Um, did you see on the? You might not have seen on the Joel and Tim Show Instagram page today. I posted a. Um, was that the hand you wash your bum hole in your face with? It the Tim no, sniffing is. It's the from the plant outside. Ah, uh, you've got a bit of. Oh, is it not one of those smelly plant? We've just said we had a before we started recording. We had a bit of a plant malfunction out the window. It's quite windy up here in Kashmir. And we, we couldn't figure out what was making this noise. It kind of sounded like when you drag a wheelie bin for the first drag over concrete. But it was just non-stop. And then Tim kind of figured out it was a plant out the window, which you then have kind of tied off with a, tent, well, with chuck, a rag. No, yeah, chucked a towel over it. <laughs> it's definitely minimised minimized it. it yeah. It's minimised it, yeah. But anyway, so birth, deaths and marriages. So congratulations on the anniversary. Thank you. Um, now, uh, on the sadder side of things... Uh, this week we lost uh, we lost a hero this week, Tim. We lost a hero this week. Yeah, Ted, Kid, Un- Kid Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Ted. Ted. We yeah. lost Uncle Ted this week. Yeah. Now some people like to temper, like I know on no agenda, um, bless them. They like to temper, like even though Adam's a seemingly a big fan of Ted, how could you not be? Uh, no agenda of various other people kind of like to say you know the old fallback position, which is fair enough, which is. Hey, look, basically the guy got it totally right. He called the future, the present and the future. He saw what was coming, told everyone. No one really listened. But the unfortunate, the way, the, the reason people back away from Ted is because he, he did murder three people, right? Which is terrible. Like, we, we don't condone that. But I just kind of look at it like, yeah, look, the, what's, what's the body count for... What, what is it? Is it democide? So, you know, democide is um, death by government. So democide, the democide, um, femicide, no, we don't want femicide. Is it democide? Let's just, let's just check well, this. Well, we could kill some feminists. Democide. Here we go. Democide, 
is a term coined by an American political scientist, Rudolf Rummel. What a great name. To describe the intentional killing of an unarmed or disarmed person by government agents acting in their authoritative capacity and pursuant to government policies or high command. So all of COVID is democide. All the world wars. I mean, the world wars in the 20th century, Vietnam, Korea... um, yeah, but is, that, but is that governments killing their people innocent. Or, or governments sending innocent people to kill each other? Um, is that classed as the same thing? I believe it's just... Um, or is it governments killing their own people? Intentional it, killing of an unarmed or disarmed person by... Go- so it doesn't say by their own government. It's just a government going to another place or your place, either or either, and killing essentially civilians. So the death count over the 20th century of that would be, I mean, well, well in excess of 100, maybe 200 million civilians were killed by governments, democide in the 20th century. People still love government, apparently. Like, it's so good. We need it so much. It'd just be anarchy in the streets without it. But, um, you know, Ted, Ted had it sorted. Like, he, he, he did get MK Ultra at Harvard or wherever he was. That's not ideal. So he, he had a tough start and he pulled the pin on society, wrote his manifesto and thought the only way to stop this is to blow up genetic scientists and computer scientists and just technology and stuff that most people that use their brains are creeped out about. But these fucking tech overlord nerds just are running headlong into some sort of a singularity of humans not existing. And Ted was concerned about it. And he blew. He made a few homemade bombs. You see his homemade pistol. I posted it on the Joel and Tim in the stories. His homemade pistol was. I mean, you got to give the guy credit, man. How many people could whip up what appeared to be like a Luger, like a German Luger? It's like mostly wood, some metal. I mean, I'm not condoning violence and killing, but and what I'm the point I'm trying to make is. People look at him like he's a serial killer monster, but they don't look at their own government. I mean, the, I know I always harp on about the Yanks, and I know there's plenty of other governments that are no, they're all somewhat bad. But every leader of our country yeah. has more blood on their hands than Ted. Oh, mate, 100%. 100%. But, but the average person won't ever look at it like that, even though, even though week by week I'm just talking. I mean, I talked to another, I was telling you before we started, I. I, talk, I was doing a job for a lady in Kaipoi this week and she was telling me about how she didn't go back to the UK to a wedding last year because the groom of the person, the groom just 31 years old, fit, healthy guy, dropped dead of a heart attack. And, you know, it's like the, then the week before that I had another client saying someone they knew had blood clots and they're going to be dead inside five years. And I'm like, how many anecdotal stories are out there? Like, does everyone have an anecdotal story of the last two years of someone having a heart attack or a fucking blood clot and dying? Seems like it. Yeah. Multiple. And is that democide? 100%. Because most people didn't want to get the, the, the fucking, the, um, the stabby jabby. Most people didn't, right? They thought we had to or I have to keep my job or don't, blah, 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 blah. Democide, mate. Democide. Ted Kaczynski, crazed psychopath. The government, keep giving them your money. Keep giving them your money. You know, it's fucking insane. But anyway, let's not get away from Ted. Um, a lot of people steered clear. How did he die? They don't know. They said uh, there was, on one report, they claimed that it was, he, he took his own life. Okay. 
because he was not in the Colorado Supermax where he'd spent most of his incarceration. He'd been, I believe, either South or North Carolina. He'd been sent to a medical, like a facility, a prison facility that um, facilitates, like, it's nearly like, I suppose it's not like a, a prisoner hospice. Hospice for prisoners, yeah. 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 So that's where he had been for the last year or so, uh, from what I could glean, and he was just found in his cell at, I, I know, slightly after midnight or 1 or 2 a.m., uh, start of this week, I believe, maybe on the weekend, just being, what are we now, the 16th of June, 2023. And a lot of people steered clear of saying this because everyone gets a little bit weird about him killing three people, and you should be a little bit weird about that, but... Just a smidgen weird about it, but a lot of people steer clear of saying this. R.O.P. Ted. Fuck yeah. Fucking R.O.P. Rest in peace, mate. I mean, the guy, you know, hey, he might have had his faults, but, you know, he he saw a lot more than, fuck, billions of people can see. He saw it. And look, give him credit. He tried to do something about it. Tried to wake his up. He tried to wake his up. He tried to even us. Like, we're no, we're no better. Like, you know, but, you know, every cunt's walking around with their fucking phone glued to their face like a fucking face sucker off alien. And, you know, we're all guilty to varying degrees, but I try to, you know, we try to temper it, Tim. Yeah. But Ted was having none of it. He was having none of it. And now he's no longer on this mortal plane. So, um... I don't know, Ted. Thanks for trying, mate. Thanks for trying, bud. You got anything else to add? No. I wonder if you'll inspire a new uh, generation of. Uh, I don't know. Would you? What? 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 What, what do you do? Like, how do you carry on? How do you carry on his work? Well, do you know much about ammonia? <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be pretty effective. <laughs> Do you know how many FBI agents? They seem to be the guys to contact. Yeah, the FBI, CIA. They seem to be the guys that se- they seem to be the guys that seem to sort all this shit out. You know, not you know, or at least uh, Ted was uh, Ted was CIA MK Ultra, right? Yep. So at every step of extreme, what what most people would perceive to be extreme behavior, especially in America, at every step there seems to be FBI, CIA, or some other three letter agency involved. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, um, Oklahoma City Timmy. Tim, <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. <laughs> like. he, well, I mean, he was spooked to the hilt. Um, now, it's come out. It come out. Of, this this just went by the by a few weeks ago. It come out on the Grey Zone, which if, any, if people aren't familiar with the Grey Zone news website and, and YouTube channel, I'd say get on it. Max Blumenthal and Aaron Mate. But it, it, I saw it on the Grey Zone about three or four weeks ago. Um, that... And it's like it's like all the UFO shit happening at the moment. Mainstream media crickets. It was that the uh, some of the CIA, uh, so sorry, some of the um, 9/11 hijackers, uh, it come out that you know, a few of them were known CIA assets. You know, it's like, well, th- this is the sort of shit that can come out 22 years after it happened. It's like, ah, oh, what do you know? Some of these guys were, you know, sp- had were spook adjacent. I mean. Everyone that does crazy shit is spook adjacent. I mean, it's a pattern, right? Yeah. Humans are supposed to be good at pattern recognition. In fact, some people say we're too good at it. We see too many, we connect too many dots. You know, I've been, people have claimed I'm guilty of that, but I would say most motherfuckers aren't using their dot connecting enough. 
Colour by numbers. Man, you got to you can't even do, make it that easy for them. <laughs> like we're trying to do a watercolour by numbers with people of of connecting these events and how there's always a FBI or a CIA aspect to it, and they just we just can't get it over the line because the CIA Operation Mockingbird have infiltrated the media for decades. Yeah, so they got the media, they got the extre- so-called extremists, they got it all. They got TV, the fucking internet, they got it all. DARPA, I they mean, could they, just they could just tweak little knobs here and there to keep people guessing. Oh, totally, and like flat yeah. Earth, round Earth. Yeah, yeah. You know, according to Cliff High, uh, feed I, them some information, take yeah. some away. According yeah. to Cliff High, uh, flat Earth, uh, DOD, Pentagon, psyop, and I can I can see it every time I. I look at one of these whack jobs, flat earth threads. I'm like, yeah. fucking hell. I believe it. You guys are arguing, flat earth people are arguing with ra- what they call ballers about something so retarded. And meanwhile, you know, now speaking of uh, cabals, <laughs> I dropped Obi at the bus stop this morning before work and I dro- was driving back over the motorway of by Kuiapoi there and I double took at a guy in a, it was either a Saab or a Volvo my goodness gracious me, Timothy Carl Bromley, this guy looked like Klaus Schwab so much at the lights. I looked at him and then double took, double take, looked at him again and on the second take, I'm like, fuck, it's Klaus Schwab. I drove away thinking, that was Klaus Schwab. Like, I saw a Klaus Schwab doppelganger on the motorway overbridge in North Canterbury this morning. Should have run him off the road. Fuck, mate. This cunt looked identical to him. Like, I, the same facial, same same noggin and mannerisms. I was just like, fuck, it was weird. I rung Amy immediately. I, was like, I just saw Clash Schwab's doppelganger, babe. You wouldn't fucking read about it. Anyway, so that was, uh, so RIP Ted. Um, now, in happier news, um, Foo Man Swoo. Are back, we're back and back and back in control this week. Um, I actually treated myself to watching half of it on YouTube, which oh, I, nice. I'm, I'm an audio guy, but uh, I watched half on YouTube the night it came out, and then I I, 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 I listened to the last half on Spotters at work the next day. Um, but yeah, shout out to the boys. It was just good to see their faces. I mean, I honestly, I don't want to gush too much, but I could have, I, I would have been happy if it was a six-hour megacast. <laughs> I really wanted a six-hour megacast. Now, tell you what, it. Lil Hodge's studio is looking, it's as the, as the kids said about ten years ago, lit. It looked lit. He has like the proper. I I, I love Jolin Stees because he is, you know, he's the he's just rocking the handheld mic, and I I like that for Jolza. But then Hojo's got the, he's got the Rogan, he's got the Rogan arm, the Rogan mic arm thing, and he's got the spit guard. He's, I mean. Hojo on that, that, that corporate, he's that on, corporate money, he's that on, corporate Maori money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, hey, maybe I need to get a, one of those. Can you, you get, can you get us a bit of a sponsorship, Hodge? You yeah, reckon, you reckon hey, that'll fly? I haven't, I haven't said shit about Manoa and Mahuta for months. <laughs> months, yeah. I'll, we'll delete those episodes. I'll take it all back, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, it was good to hear the boys. Um, I mean, like we've, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, Hodge, we're, 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 we're ready where you See are, See you mate. soon. See you soon. We're ready where you are, mate. But no, it was bloody, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the shit. It's all, you know, I didn't make any notes about specific things that were chatted about. It's just, it's all good. It's all good chats. It was actually good watching 
like because I watched because I because I watched the first half. Obviously, I got to watch some of the um, not so chippy bodyboard bodyboarding footage, the the comp footage. Yeah, and I just love, uh, you know, <laughs> was it the IBC in Chile? Uh, anti fagat fagesto fagasto fagito, um, and just Hodge Hodjo just being massively underwhelmed with everything, and I was lo- it was so it's just so funny because it kind of was a bit like that. He just wasn't buying it. He wasn't buying what the IBC was selling. And I just lo- I love all that. It was just honest. It was good. Um, but yeah, mate, uh, loaded up. I know Tim's a bit um. This is a good, probably a good chance to plug Patreon. Tim's actually, you'll run out of data, haven't you, mate? <laughs> so, you know, we, we haven't had a patron in a, you know, and look, next episode, I think the next episode's going to have to be a Patreon, isn't it? Uh, yeah. We're probably due. We're probably due. I did well. I got to the... How long did you last this month? Uh, three weeks. Oh, fuck, you nearly made it. So, nah. you, so you just got to download at home. No, sorry. Nah, 20 days. So... Okay, 20 days. That's not yeah, bad. I think so I've got to wait to the 25th. You need to download Fu Man in the morning, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, this Warrior's Life did one yesterday, come out yesterday morning or maybe the night before. They had a guy off Sin's radio, you know, Sin's Sport. Uh, he's like, a, he, he commentate. I think his name's Sam Hewitt. What's Sin's it, Sport? It's like a radio. It's a it's a sports radio for New Zealand. Okay. So Sen S E N is the Aussie parent radio uh, broadcaster, and in New Zealand they obviously put the Z on the end because it's Sen's. Pretty it's nice what they did there. Um, I get it, but no, it was good. To, it was uh, no Fonzie this week. Just Brad and not well, not just Brad. Brad and Will, and some great. Um, some great Warriors chat that we will get into at the end of this podcast because that's the way we do it now for the, the ladies and the no sauce on pizza, cashmere, beta dads. <laughs> we keep it conspiratorial. And what are we be doing this week for the first three quarters before we sail on down to Bread and Circus Island, like as Bill Hicks would say, but with dick jokes. Um, so, um, shit, I'm real light on show notes tonight, Tim. You'll be probably quite happy because Tim's had a pretty Tim. Tim had a what well, what appeared from what when he come got home, looked like he'd had a pretty hard roll tonight. Yeah, Tim's face. His face was telling me he was very <laughs> happy, but his bipedal <laughs> motion was telling me that he's a maybe a smidgen sore. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it, Tim. Little stuff. Little stuff. I was the nail tonight. Okay. Sometimes who was the hammer? Sometimes you're the hammer. Yep. Quite often you're can't the hammer. Can't be you, unless you're um unless you're Hoist Gracie, you can't always be the hammer. No. I mean, would Hoist always be the hammer? Yep. Yep. Okay. So I mean, yeah. Apart from Hoist. No. Unless unless Hickson was around. Okay. Unless Hickson, it's Hoist. Hickson's the hammer. Oh, Hickson. Everyone else has to be the nail at some point, eh? Yeah. Even Eddie. What are you, Eddie? Yep. Yeah, Eddie's got to fuck, fuck yeah. back, eh? Yep. Yeah, so Flat Earth no, I, the back. Um, because some of the guys there are, I don't know, ninety, ninety-five k kids. I thought you were gonna say fuck this. Ninety years geriatric old. Geriatric old cunts. Fuck nah, it. nah. So a lot of them have fifteen, twenty kgs on me. Yeah, I suppose that is a thing. I suppose that in in in, in a competition sense, you get in your grades. Yeah, but, yeah. But when it's just a free roll, when you're just rolling, or you're just even you just get doing big boy on you technique with people. Big boy. So if the big boys have got technique. Oh, it's a fucking it's, nightmare. It's a nightmare, yeah. yeah. So even if someone is they got a lesser... they got 15Ks on A lesser you. belt. Like, 
people try to equate it all the time and they reckon that maybe a belt equals 10 kgs. Okay, well, how do you feel about that? Or 10 years. Okay, yeah. So, okay. so you could be, a, you know, a 20-year-old white belt could be the same as a 30-year-old blue belt. What if you're a 120 kg black belt, 30 year deep black belt? <laughs> you're a fucking it, it, nightmare. Everyone's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, everyone's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Garrett, continue. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's just hard sometimes, and um, yeah, there's a couple of good guys uh, who just yeah, like I said, they're 20, 20 kgs bigger than me, and yeah, you, they get on top. You're, you're, giving, you're giving a little bit away there, eh? It's, yeah, it's a lot. fuck yeah. And then you, yeah, you just you're just struggling the whole time to get out from underneath them. Yeah. And it's fucking brutal. And it's so much fun. Fuck, it's fun. I so, yeah, sometimes you hey, just go home. Hey, uh, what do they say? Iron sharpens iron, mate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Iron sharpens iron, mate. Yeah. Well, and that's You're it. taking a little chip off that hammer, mate. Yeah. The little nail. Yep. I've got, to, I've got to learn to get out from under these big fuckers. It's the only way to learn, mate. Yep. Bit of top pressure. Is that what you call oh, it? Oh, it's brutal. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad oh, I that. Done right. Pressure, done right. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. Smothering. Smother, the smothering. Oh. Yeah. Not fun. No, being so smothered. yeah, so no, I'm I'm a little bit uh, fatigued. You're a little bit fatigued. Yeah, and a little bit t- a little bit tender. Yep. What's yep. the but the back? Um, just all over. Like yep. I really got squashed tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flapjack to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, flapjack to me. Um, no, like uh, no injuries. Yeah, or, just you know, a bit. Just, just a bit, like, but squashed. Yeah, got crushed. Yeah, a bit squashed him. Yeah. A little bloody. You're like Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Yeah, flat. Get back up again. Get yeah. squished again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another round. Get squished by another big fat fucker. <laughs> Shout out to all the fat. Fucks. Shout out to the fat boys. Yeah, but they're not actually fat. They're just nah, they're just big. big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tough. So yeah, that was me. I'm feeling a bit, uh, yeah, a bit sore. But yeah, ten to two tomorrow, mate. I'll be good to go. Yeah, mate. Good night. Sleep, sleep it off, mate. Sleep it off, yeah. buddy. Um, oh, you have a nice plunge in the morning, mate. Uh, butter porridge. I, um, Black coffee with bloody coconut uh, MCT oil and a mate and a and a Jocko Jocko <laughs> you have a Jocko, Jocko go or something Jocko go fuel a <laughs> good you got crushed last night did you Tim good good, good. got crushed last night again. Tim good uh, steel sharpened steel <laughs> I actually was watching I actually watched a r- little bit of a Rogan clip I was actually working with a mate of mine a mate. A painter mate of mine in uh, Waikuku. And the cooks, mate. And the cooks, mate. It was nice out there today. But, um, well, for a, mid, for a winter day, it was quite pleasant. And um, it was funny because he said to me, he's like, what's happened to Rogan? I was like, well, that's the mystery. Is He's like, man, I look at his. It's just, there's just nothing anymore. It's just, just boring. Yeah, it's but, hard when they do that. He does... Like he's he's got his friends, obviously. So there's the Cam Haynes, there's the yeah. Andy Stumps. I, there's see, the, I watch like, the Andy. I listen to the Andy Stump. Stump. I, <laughs> I listen to Andy Stump, and that's where Joe talked about. He had the Jocko good t-shirt on, and he he loves to the good. I mean, we all love a Jocko good, right? Oh, so good. If you so don't good. know Jocko good, just go to Google and go Jocko good, and then go to videos and watch the video. You know. And, and then it'll, go it'll break, break some shit. It'll harden you up for a bit. You'll be like, having a, a got out of the wrong side of the bed? Good. Um, what's, the, what's, the, what, what's the good thing about getting out of the wrong side of the bed? I don't know. Wait, yeah. Got divorced last week? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> broke your leg? You pussy good. on the cards. <laughs> your cards broke down? 
good. Yeah, go. <laughs> you got to walk. Down, good, you keep the mechanic in business. <laughs> or you got to walk to work. Good. <laughs> Solar power batteries run low. Good. good. Yeah, um, you can get better at using a, a headlamp. Um, <laughs> fucking, um, I don't know. Anyway, Jocko, shout out Jocko. Jocko. Um, uh, we just talked about something that. Oh, yeah, divorces. Oh, mate, fucking between heart attacks, blood clots, and, and the, the pandemic of divorce. I had another person ring me, a uh, lovely lady. Uh, rung, I was recommended by a builder, mate. And um, a lady rung me and, and, and wants some work done and just comes straight out saying, yeah, I'm just currently going through a divorce, so I haven't got enough time to paint all these windows, so I need, need a hand, and you've been recommended. So I'm like, how many fucking people are getting divorces at the moment? It's just... We we is no, it because we're is it because we're at this age? I th- I think it's a bit of both. It's it's people are not looking at the last three years correctly. Yep, they're not processing it correctly, and the the, the, the it's it's affecting relationships. Yep, but I, I again, believe that. 100%. Then again, there are always divorces, right? Yes. And Especially I'm, when I'm, we're in the for, in our forties. Let's be honest. Uh, we, you and I, should be very grateful that we are. You know, I mean, your relationship's so solid that you're just like, oh, I went to the hot pools today. It was little did t- little Timmy know it was his anniversary, but didn't didn't matter. You know, I can't believe I didn't know. And Amy doesn't worry about our. She she knows the dates, and I just kind of you know, if she wants to organise a dinner on yep. those dates, uh, whichever they are. There's a there's a passiversary. There's that official one. Oh, how many does she want? I think there's two. There's okay. two that she knows. And I, I don't know what they are, but I know they're loosely. There's one in July. Coming up. Yep, yep. It's coming up. I have to check what day that one is. I'm sure she, when she listens to this, she'll probably tell me. She's a few episodes behind, though, old Amy. She listens to this podcast exclusively on a Saturday morning when she's cleaning uh, the old lady's house around the around the way from us. This is when she listens to this because she said it's good because she, she doesn't like doing the job much. Um, but it it's good just to block. You think you think she would the last thing she would listen to is you. me. But hey, what can I say? <laughs> Maybe there's some there's some sort of entertainment value there, even for Amy. Yeah, she. I suppose the the, the positive way of looking at it, she gets entertained every day by me, and sometimes not. Sometimes I'm I've like... Se- I've seen the knot. I, I had a bit of a meltdown. Not a meltdown, but as I was saying last in the last episode or two episodes ago, there was a bit of a... There was a there was a, there was a, there was a time, uh, maybe yesterday morning or the morning before, where I went into the shipping container, which was pristine, and now the walkway is somewhat blocked. And I got up the other morning to clean a few roller sleeves out to try and save myself, you know, 20-odd bucks. Which and, and and it turns out it was a waste of time because it was like negative one. The ho- you know what a hose, uh, you know what it's like on a building site when the hose like for once the outside tap wasn't frozen, it's still running, but the fucking old Nilex hose was as stiff as a fucking board. And I'm trying to clean roller sleeves out with a roller clean. I was just like fuck this. Anyway, so I went. So I was already um, it was already going to shit at like seven. Yeah, you know, it's still fucking dark nearly. This is the other morning. You know how it is. We're nearly at the shortest day. So I had to go into the fucking container to get something and um, walked in there and there's fucking crates of shit in the walkway and I stomp inside. I'm like, fucking hell. You know, I had a wee, you know, I had a wee bleat. But I believe 
<coughs> has it been remedied? I believe I heard, when I spoke to Amy this afternoon on the phone, I believe she was getting into the container to have a say. So, so look, hey, you have a fucking you have a man period bleed, vaginal bleed <laughs> like quiet. I did, and you have we whinge and then things sometimes get done. <coughs> you know, she's not happy at the time. She's not happy being being bossed around by big grumpy Joel. But eh, what can what I are say? Do? It needed to be sorted. You know, what are we going to do? You know, if I do, I mean, if I if if I just if I just sit around and go, I'm not I'm not going to work today, and I'm able bodied, you know, sometimes the world will grind to a halt if that sometimes happens. Sometimes not Amy's not that happy. Sometimes she, by by if I've been sitting down watching Wi-Files for four hours, eating jabat, toasted ciabatta with butter, drinking oh, coffee. That sounds so good. She's like, are you going to do anything today? And oh, I'm like, fuck, the Astros are coming maybe up. Maybe I won't. Yeah, well, that's about the time Astros will come on. They're 12 <laughs> Most Major League Baseball, the majority of them kick off 11, 12, 11 a.m., 12 p.m. Before lunch. You'd be, you'd be better off getting up really early. Yep. Going to work, smash out a yeah, few hours. if and I then, could. And then coming home for the... For the b-ball, yeah, no, for the baseball. For the baseball, because yeah. I do, because I've got the the um the the dodgy stick now. That's every game, every day. It's all there. It's all there, mate. All of the games. Every game. I can go. I can just flick through every game, whatever game I want to watch. It's fucking great. Shout out the fire stick. It's good. It sometimes little. There's the odd little lags lag wheel. Fuck all, you know. I think the the WAS, for example, the WAS, like or any like New Zealand Sky Sport, <clears throat> got to be a little bit careful. Of um, I think I might be like a minute or two behind. Oh, okay. So you just got to be a little bit. Oh, so if I text you, yeah, I, will I think I, will whatever. I... But I think whatever feed you're watching is the same amount behind mine is. Okay. Though. Probably is. There must be a. There must be a. I don't know if it's the Dakota box. The, the Dakota box has the best feed. Or I don't know who has the best feed for Sky New Zealand. But it seems like if if I have a scoring app on, I've I've checked it. My scoring app is about two minutes ahead of the actual game. So I just put my phone on silent, and check it every. You know. Like if you're texting or Dingo or some other warrior, Chris Dalzell, some other Warriors fan, I just have to be a little bit careful. But I haven't, I haven't looked at a text yet. That's like, oh, sweet, they're blowing it for you. Sj under the sticks, and I'm like, oh, it's still nil all. That hasn't <laughs> happened yet. But I am about two minutes behind. Um, we won't get the sport just yet. Although there is, a, we've got a little bit of league, league, and we've got a little bit of UFC. Did you watch UFC on the weekend? You watch much of it? I watched. Yeah, I watched Charlie Olives, and I watched. Good. Fuck, I love him. I love Charlie. Yeah. I, I can't believe. I mean, I suppose I can't. I, um, Benil Daru, Darush. Benil Darudush. He was the favourite. I was. I, I had Charlie all day on the. Was he? Was he favourite for the yeah, bookers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Benil was about a buck seventy. Charlie Olives was two bucks, which I thought was outrageous. I actually took Charlie. Based to on s- what? Charlie's beaten. Charlie Olives know, has um, beaten every everyone in the top five. The, my best. Uh, my best. My best outcome. On Sunday, was the last Canadian fighter. I can't remember his name. Marriott. Ma- Mal- was it? Ma- no, Mallet. Mallet. I was like, I looked at him. I go over the results, and I'm like, okay, this guy has a lot of first round finishes. Then I looked at the other guy, and I was like, yeah. So you know what? This this was just a no. It's total fluke, right? It's gambling. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going Mallet round winning in round two, 
and he fucking knocked the dude out. And he knocked the guy down and then choked him at about a minute into round two. And I was just like, fuck, man. I, I be, that's not a bit I usually take. I don't usually do the rounds. I usually either go... What, is it, what was it paying? 50, uh, 50, uh, five bucks fifty. So I put a ten on fifty five bucks. Oh, Easy money. Oh. Easy money, mate. So I. Um, so then, what did you blow it on? Well, I have been taking a bit out this week. I've been good. I'm, I'm good. I, I don't just, I just take twenty out. I'll take put twenty into the bank, and I tell you what. Uh, to, I don't know if there's much fanfare in the corporate media, but. Do you know um, in the last couple of weeks it just come about that on now that this should have been like this forever. I mean, for at least well, at least for the last decade, weekends you can just transfer money from bank to bank and it just goes. It's their whole that whole Friday cut off is done. Yeah, like you say, I wonder why it ever existed. It's crazy. It was like, like just, yeah, they were just stuck, well in, like stuck in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's great. I can you can. Um, if you have a wee win on the tab, I can. If I had a win on Saturday morning, I could transfer some money out, and it comes out. It's in the in my bank in two hours. Saturday, Sunday, no worries. It's good, great. But anyway, yeah, I do. I've been buying. I've been on a bit of a cactus blitz this week. I've probably. I've just. I'm just cactusing the house up a bit. It's just, you know, window sills are slowly getting little pots on them with little cactuses because mm. you know cactuses are. They don't take much work. Nah, like I've got a lot of pop, I've, I'm, I'm pot plant. I'm, I'm house planted out, but it's just, you know, there's it's good. Like pot plants, indoor plants are great because sometimes there's always something to do with them. But when they start, so when they start getting like this time of the year in the winter, they they can be a little bit problematic. You got to be real careful. Like a couple of the jade plants are looking. I left a couple of them out in the frost. They got frosted. The fuck, you got to chop them, chop them right back, and then they'll take ye- they'll take a couple of years to get back to where they were. There's all manner of things happening, but a cactus, fucking, you know, just it might not grow much, but it certainly ain't gonna. I mean, you can barely kill a cactus, eh? Like you can, you can just barely kill one. Like they, you have to really treat them like shit to kill them. Like really treat them like shit. Anyway, so I've been buying cactuses basically. That's my. That's, the, that's it. That's what I've been doing. Win a little gambling cactus. Ga- yep. Okay. I'm up to a hundred bucks. Take it forty cactus. A couple of cactuses. Bought Eva a little succulent for her room. I don't know. I mean, what else? What else is there? There's cream. Oh, no, that, there's butter Amy, and your cough and your uh, no, Amy's, See, I don't have to worry about that. Amy. Amy now buys. She's. She, there's a new thing. She buys double cream now. What's double cream? Just two creams. Oh. She bought, she doesn't buy one cream at a time. She buys two. What size? No, just the 500 mils. Why doesn't she just buy a litre? Well, because, I don't know, because we, uh, I don't know. I don't know. How long does cream last? I don't know. The log- I'm not the logistics guy. I just pay the bills. I, just I buy, buy it. I have, I buy it in two litres. Well, was that a bit much? How long does that last? Uh, a week. Okay. No, it lasts, it, it lasts probably two weeks. Okay. But I probably consume it in a week. Oh, talk to Amy. Better talk to her. Better talk to Amy from she accounts. Her, um, well, she just kind of—it's. It's, I suppose it's, it's only—it's only slightly cheaper to buy it in the bigger, okay. bigger. Okay. Maybe bigger do they do a liter? Yep. Maybe a liter would be the middle ground there. So I don't. So that's <laughs> great. Um, no porridge this week. I've been I've been eating the bad. Well, it's not a bad breakfast, but it's a bit of a dumb dumb brain breakfast, which is the new world. I get addicted. I'm addicted to them basically. Because we're on a it's on a budget food, but it's nice. Is the new world filler bag fourteen filler bag ciabattas in the toaster 
with butter. Fuck, I Mate. love ciabatta. It's not the best breakfast, right? But no, the, clearly the, not. The the new world ciabatta. The mood you're in when you're eating it, though. <laughs> oh, mate, I, lo- I I I have the co- I grind the coffee. I put it. I put the little. Oh, ice. stop it! This is awesome. And what I usually do is that's about say seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. And I go to the little coffee table in the yeah, tiny yeah, home yeah, lounge. Yeah, yeah. And I eat. My little buttery ciabatta, and I does, sip my does little it like melt through to the other side? Oh yeah, it's, you've got to be careful because the little the little bubbles inside the ciabatta get runny butter puddles. Oh. You've got to be careful if you've got like I'm in my work here, it's fine. You've got to be careful that you don't spill the butter everywhere. It's a it's a butter fest. It's crazy. And I that's where usually when I get the phone out and I see I check in on uh, Tukraini. So you, you do you line up videos for your eating mission? No, I don't go on the big TV because we try to. No, no, but even just on on the phone, like, do you um, yeah, do you try I, to have just, a video with your food? I, yeah, I scroll through. I scroll through um, uh, Intel Slava Z, which is a there's there's a few different Russian telegrams. I go through them. I see where the I see where the Ukrainian counteroffenses. Um, what they're trying to do, the Russian response. I mean, I was listening to, I thought about a cram, because I had no show notes, I, I tried to cram in a Judge Napolitano with, we can do this because we haven't done it for a while, Colonel Douglas McGregor. I tried to cram one on the way here. It was 10 hours old and it was Judge talking to Douglas. They're just talking about the the so-called Ukrainian offensive. So I've been watching various other sort of more Eastern European military analysts. It's very interesting. I don't even look at the Western media, what the Western media are saying about the so-called Ukrainian counteroffensive. They've had their chance to tell the truth yeah, over I the mean, last few years, yeah, well, and they don't. It's not going – I can tell you this in a <laughs> nutshell. It ain't going well. I was – so Colonel Douglas McGregor was saying that – the Ukrainians, what's funny is I see these sort of more Eastern European guys mocking the NAFO Twitter retard army and all the sort of Ukrainian Zelensky American hegemon dick riders out there. And they're all talking about um, when it's a, the, there's a meme, there are memes going around that there are all these like leopard or leopard tanks and Bradley fighting vehicles steaming halts. Dead Ukrainians everywhere. They're losing. They're losing so many guys, such tragic. All that US, all those IFVs, the Bradley fighting vehicles and the Leopard tanks, just what exactly what I and anyone else who's not a total corporate media dimwit would have said, they're all going to be smoking hulks. It's, 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 it's scrap metal bonanza on the step of Ukraine at the moment. So the funny thing is, if you remember back at the start of that conflict, remember when the Russians had those massive convoys that got hit? And everyone was laughing at Russia, and these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. Look at all these Russian convoys getting blown up by the Ukrainians. The exact same thing is happening with the Ukrainians now. It's sad, but the joke with the with the sort of more Russian side of it is they're mocking the Ukrainian dick riders because the Ukrainian dick riders are all on their YouTube channels and all on Twitter saying they're. The 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 Ruskies are mocking them because they they talk about probing. Oh, they're just probing. It's like it's so fu- it's not funny. It's tragic, but it's it is there's a there's a there's a sick funny side of it, which is when the Russian convoys were getting hit at the start of the conflict, they were fools, and when the Ukrainians are losing all these vehicles, they're probing. They're probing the Russian defenses. So I've watched a lot of videos of the map of the, the Russian defenses. 
So what Colonel Douglas McGregor is saying, that the Ukrainians are pushing 25 Ks into the Russian-held areas, right? And what he's saying is they, they haven't even reached the defensive lines yet. So the Russians are dug in heavily. They ain't given this shit. It's not going anywhere, right? The Russians are dug in. So you can there's little black dots on the maps. They, they, you probably don't obviously don't look at it, but there's some the maps now are so high tech, super detailed of every Russian fortification because they can get it all from satellite images. Yeah, there are fucking. It's like there's th- th- like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dots from the absolute limit near Kherson in the south. West, West, all the way around, right up the bottom, round over the top of Mariupol, and then up to Bakhmut, past Severodonetsk, and right up to um, the top where they, so they pull back where Kharkiv is, right up to the Russian border at Belgorod, right, which is where Wag, the Wagner guys are based. Wagner! Wagner are now, so I've heard Wagner have now been moved, they're on holiday, and they've been moved up to Belgorod, which is Russian territory. And apparently once they're rested up, those crazy fucks are going to push down into the northern part, northern bit, and create a, in air quotes, buffer. But anyway, how all... the fuck did we get off ciabatta and coffee? Well, I, this, what, is what happened I, here? this is what I look at with my ciabatta. This is how privileged I am as a white man in North Canterbury, or as Scribe would say, North Canterbury. Um, uh, Eva hears me walk around the house saying that. She's like, what is, mum, what is he? He's so embarrassing. What is he doing? I'm like, ah, it's a song. You, you had to be there. It was a time <laughs> you had to be of, there in that era. It was a time of an era where, um, you know, and anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, so. So back to um, so the, Wagner. The, the defensive positions, are, it is just, it's crazy how dug in the Ruskies are like. that. Westerners have been done a disservice of how much hype they put on the Ukrainians. It's sad, but the Russians are so dug in, and they've learned from a lot of mistakes. So what? Back to Douglas McGregor. He's saying what the Ukrainians, where they're saying they've made advances. There's no Russian defenses there. It's essentially just this loose zone. But they haven't even. And the, what the Russians do? I've been looking into it, but it's fucking crazy what they're doing. Colonel Douglas believes that there's, from his estimate, there is one million anti-land or, or anti-vehicle mines between the Russians and the Ukrainians. So the Russians have set up these massive minefields, right? And I, I watched this video the other day explaining what the Russians do. So, and bear in mind, this is the sick thing about what the West have fleeced the Ukrainians into doing. And... and but let's be honest, the Ukrainian hierarchy have gone along with it. At no point are they, you know, saying this is fucked. I'm sure there are some military strategists in the Ukraine that are saying, you know, and they probably get disappeared. Yeah. You know, people would accuse the Russians of disappearing people. You don't think the Ukrainians disappear people that don't follow orders? Anyway, so what the Russians have got is this, these huge anti-vehicle mine fields. And what the Russians have that the Ukrainians don't now, the the Ukrainian, uh, the, sorry, the Russians have got the Ka fifty two alligator, which is an attack helicopter. They got that. Why is it called the alligator? That's just what it's called. Does it look like an alligator? Ah, uh, yeah, it actually does. If you look at a Ka, if you look at a came of Ka fifty two, it's pretty cool. But you know how I feel about Russian Russian gear. Their gear just looks a little bit cooler than the Yanks. Anyway, that aside, so they've got they've got. They have the Russians for all the criticism the Ruskies have got. They've got 
surveillance, superior artillery, air cover, and defensively, you, so the defense has the advantage, right? So they're dug in. So the Ukrainian, they, according to Douglas McGregor and other military experts, if you're attacking, which the Ukrainians are claiming to do, it's three to one is what they need against the Russians. Wow. For the attack. So the, 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 the ratio that Douglas McGregor and other guys are throwing around of losses, though, the new figure is Ukraine 10, Russian 1. That's the loss rate. The amount of fucking Western... Where's Rifleman Bromley when you need him? Well, hopefully Rifleman Bromley's on the right side of history because (laughs) currently there's a lot of Kiwis and a lot of Aussies and Yanks and Poms that are, in my opinion, unfortunately... How is there a right side of history? There's just history. Exactly. But no, but that's how they sell it to these Western retards. Is like Putin bad. Uh, What? Zelensky? The cross-dressing cokehead. Good. <laughs> Good. Joe Biden, crime family, Barisma, Biden, crime family, fucking Hunter, crack smoking. Good. Putin, bad. I I don't get it. But the amount of I mean, I like I look at all these Western military analysts that are Western hegemonic dick writers, and I'm like, well, you guys really think how do how do they not see that 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 yes, there are bad other guys, but the US and their allies are the worst. It's crazy that they can't see it. Like it's just nuts. Like it's don't. Oh, get they it. know it. It's, of course it, they know it. Well, they they don't. They do. They, I don't think a lot of these sort of no, they just Western, go along with it. Like though. all these New Zealand ex-army guys that go and fight in Ukraine. You're telling me you're fighting essentially on NATO's side. NATO is North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is basically the Yanks bullying everyone to fight on their behalf, essentially. You know, what is that? What is Lord, what is Lord um, Ismay, whatever his name is, Lord Ismay Hastings um, said in, in the, like maybe in 1950 or the late 40s that NATO's first secretary, secretary general, a position he held reluctantly, he reluctantly accepted. The, the whole creation of NATO was to keep the Soviet Union out, the Americans in, and the Germans down. Well, that's still happening, isn't it? Isn't that still what NATO's doing? Germany's fucked economically. They're down. They're down. The Soviet Union just swapped that out for Russia. They are out, or they've tried to keep them out. Yep. And America is, surprise, surprise, in. And Europe is getting decimated economically. And people don't look, people, New Zealanders and Australians and Poms are going to Ukraine and dying fighting for the Biden-Obama-Bush death cult at the behest of a fucking dude who played a piano in a comic skit with his dick who's on coke. They're fighting for him and his criminal mates who are in the Panama Papers hiding money in offshore bank accounts. That's who they're fighting for. It's fucking outrageous. People think, I mean, look, you know. It, no, this is just your opinion, Joel. It's just my opinion. Yeah, it's my strong, <laughs> strong opinion. And I will, I don't know, I'll talk over any Western military <laughs> dick rider that wants to come at me and we'll just end up in a screaming match, which won't be very productive. And I don't really want to do that. I'd rather just yell at Tim who just sits there and takes it. I just sit there and take it and smile. And- so, yeah, now getting back to the mining. So, I, I, so what they're doing, the scene. So, like, there's a million mines. 
There's a million minds according to Douglas McGregor. Do they do these days? Um, because they, those things are a fucking nightmare if Russia wanted to push forward. Yeah. So do they? Do they know where they are? We're, so can you this. can we're, you track is, can you track what, these now? This, do they have Bluetooth? Yep. Uh, <laughs> nah, well, it's not quite like that. But I'll explain how. Well, from from from. Do they map them accurately? I'll explain what they're doing. So so the Russians have got the they've got the ear they've got the ear cover they've got the SU twenty five frog foot which is a close ear support plane. Does it look like a frog's foot? No, it doesn't look anything like a frog's foot. Okay, but it's a it's a basically. It's the Russian equivalent of the A ten Warthog. Gay name. A ten Warthog or the Frogfoot. SU twenty five Frogfoot. It's a NATO that's Does the Warthog look like a Warthog? Um You would like the Warthog, eh? Of all the planes, you would like the Warthog. The names are so gay. You don't like Warthog? Well no, just the naming of shit like that. So NATO designated it Frogfoot. Okay. But is the your NATO are pretty gay, so yeah. Yeah, so NATO designate they the, the Russians. I don't know what the Russian name for the issue twenty five is, but the, it's yeah. I don't know, but the the NATO give each Russian plane. Uh, 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 they allocated a name, so like the issue twenty seven to thirty is a flanker. Is it just because people can't remember the fucking letters and numbers? Oh no! If you're a military geek and you say you work for NATO or the US military, you have to know all this shit. They they remember all of it, but they just give it. They just give them all names so they know what they're talking about. They'll be like Frogfoot, Flanker, Backfire, fucking Blinder. Do you name your car? No, I'm not a person that name, but people do. But I've never been a car namer. Hmm. I just call my my car what it is, which is an Avensis. My eyes gone weird. That's pretty boring. So anyway, you need to name. You need to name your your hardware. Do you name your truck? No, but I think I'm gonna. I reckon it's. Um, I'm gonna call it Milkshake. No, nah, that's gay. Uh, call it. Um, <laughs> no, it's got to be. It's a. It's a builder's truck. It's got to be like called Randy. Yeah, but, it's, but it's white and stiff. What's uh, something? What's white and stiff? Well, how white are we talking? Are we talking like Caucasian? <laughs> Is your truck Caucasian? Um, no, it's no. It's, oh, what? I actually got a fart too. Do you? Mine stinks. Well, you've, you've, had, it, you've had your farts squeezed out of you. I'm going to call it Polar Bear. What about, Is that a gay name? What about just Polar? Polar. No, that's, that's ice? rude. What about Ice? That's rude too. We need help. What is? Please, uh, let us know. And and does it have to be a girl's name? Like a like it's boats? A man. Your, your truck is a, is a man truck. Okay. It's a, boy, it's a boy. Help Tim name his truck. Anyway. Yes, please. So back to the back to the mining and the, to the air support. So... So the Russians have got guys, they're all set up with what they call cornets. Cornets are anti-tank missiles, which is a one or two-man team. They set them up, fire, go. The fucking, that, so they've named that a cornet. That's the, that's the NATO designation. Is K-O-R-N-E-T. Is a, it's the sort of man-portable, but it's on like a tripod. They set it up, zone, they, they beam it in, they lay, paint the target, launch. That's essentially what you'd call it. It's a fire and forget. What sort of distance are we talking these things? Well, the, KA, the the alligator, the helicopter, I was watching some videos on the alligator f- uh, firing anti-tank missiles at Bradley fighting vehicles um, in columns. Like the, 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 the Ukrainian tactics, I don't know much about tactics, but the people that do, that I listen to are like, man, what they're doing is just brainless. So there's like columns of Bradley fighting vehicles, maybe full of guys, maybe not. Maybe they get out because they're worried about you know getting hit. 
at night. The brilliant. So the other one said, um, if you uh, yeah, you hit it, you hit the, it, and they yeah. fuck out. Like if you get something on the top of them. It pops. Well, they all pop. Or they just pop the top. They pop. Well, anything. They turn into ovens, don't they? Yeah, they turn into ovens. They've all got ammo stores in them. And, yeah. But apparently there's a spot on all these ticks. But, so the alligator helicopter, they fly, they, they can they can, they can can operate at night. So they've got all the IR and all the sensors. And I, I just, you watch videos, you watch them launch the missile, and the missile has this kind of swirling motion. I think it took the missile... I believe they. The video I watched this morning when I was eating my ciabatta, sipping my creamy coffee. Oh, it took yeah. twenty-five seconds. They're hitting these Bradley fighting vehicles from um, several kilometers away, and it took twenty-five seconds it, it, through the night vision infrared sensor. You see this missile swirling at like you know thousand whatever you like mark two or whatever they hit. 25 seconds to cover several kilometers is fucking quick, obviously. And when it hits, you watch it go, shh, it's like a skyrocket. And it's swirling, swirling, swirling. You're like, man, what's it going to hit? Fuck, when it hits, man, the fucking fighting vehicle just, it, it's like a, it's like, it's like um, Battlefield Bukaki. The whole scope <laughs> just goes that's, white. That's and so it's good. like, they're just sitting there, they're sitting ducks at night in a tree line. It's really sad. But anyway, so getting to what... feel Bukaki. It's Battlefield Bukaki. Have you heard that? Did you just make that no, up? No, I made that up. I just made that <laughs> up. Oh, my God. I, I'm not, I, I, I couldn't, that is fantastic. I couldn't claim genetic cul-de-sac because I've heard that somewhere else, but Battlefield Bukaki is what is happening on the on the front. <laughs> but quick, I'm trying to get to the mines. I keep tripping myself up. But so I was listening to these tactics the Russians are using. So that, there's this buffer that's Russian-controlled, but it's before the lines of defense, but it's mined. <laughs> So the, the Ukrainians have had some demining on the front of the tank, some demining equipment, mm-hmm. but it slows you down. So they see they see these tanks coming in with demining wheels on the front, blowing up mines. The Russians will have a team of guys with like an anti-tank missile. They'll hit it. They'll let these Ukrainian armored columns come in, right? Demining. Then they'll hit them. And then the guys at the back will start pulling back. But what Douglas McGregor was saying they're doing, and I so I Googled it up. I was like, I want to know what this is. So there's a Russian system. It's on the back of a truck. It's like this huge launcher, like multiple rocket launcher. And it, its code name, it's a funny one. Because if you, if, you, if you Google this, you've got to be really specific about what it is. I put, it's called, it's code name, and you'll hate this one or you'll love it. Its code name is Agriculture. Because it works the land. So I had no idea the system existed until a couple of days ago. So the Russian agriculture system is a truck-based multiple rocket launch system. But what it is... Does it seed the ground with it's mines? mines? So it's huge. So they what they do is they... So they launch <coughs> mines. They launch mines. It's a multiple mine launching rocket and multiple rockets. So, so they launch them over... So what they do is they're leading the Ukrainians into this buffer zone before they haven't even reached the the Russian dug in zones yet. So they they let these guys in. They blow up some mines. They hit them with anti tank missiles. Then the Ukrainians retreat. But what they're on agri- the retreat they're getting blown up. They, 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 they're mining and behind them. Then they get mined on the way out, and then they remine the area that they think they've demined. It's a shit show. They have lost. I, I watch YouTube videos of how many leopard. They reckon they've lost maybe leotard. Tw- yeah, well, yeah, it is Leotard. It's fucking crazy. The the Ukrainians are just losing all their armor. Douglas McGregor reckons that they, he, he, but he says this every week, mind you. 
for several weeks. Is he just wonders how they can keep this up? Like, how many tanks and guys can you you you, you lose? Like, where are they? Where are they? You know, how how long before? I mean, he they uh, Douglas and Judge were saying like that you are starting to see some. New York Times, which is essentially a U.S. military-industrial complex mouthpiece, obviously, you're starting to see a, you know, you're starting to see it bleed in a bit. Like, how winnable, you know, what is winning low? Yeah, they're starting to backpedal. Do you think they will change what winning is? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to say that the Ukrainians move the goalposts. They're starting to say the Ukrainians are making ground in this offensive, but it's from what I can see, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a barbecue fest it's it's just it's these are these are there are so many different videos of just columns of of bradleys and leopards and challengers just burning like they're just burning it's so unfortunate like us max pro mraps like the mraps you know the mrap it's like a really up armored truck they're just sitting ducks mate they're designed for they're designed for sort of desert IED insurgency. You know, MRAP is mine-resistant, armor-protected. That's what MRAP is. I, I jokingly tell Eva that's what will get her as her first car. <laughs> you know, and she goes around telling her, she's like, I'm going to get an MRAP. And then people are like, what's that? She's like, oh, well, she, she'll get mum's phone and say, this is an MRAP. And it's like, you know, it's like this. It's what we all should have. We should all have. I would love an MRAP. I mean, I don't know about you. Fuck yeah. Do you, do you know, have you seen many MRAPs? Do you want to see an MRAP? Um, has it got like the angled sort of yeah, they're, big they're angled cool. bits on the bottom to, def- yeah, all def- that. to deflect? Uh... So the ones that are getting blown to fuck in Ukraine are typically US Max Pros. They're just giving them all this kit that's... To- it is not... If you look at Ukraine, it's fucking... Pa- it's paddocks. It's paddocks with the odd tree line. It's not Iraq or Afghanistan. Wouldn't they just tell them to go to Afghanistan and pick up their old shit? Well, it's not, but that's where they're probably getting a lot of it from. But it's no use. Like, it's no good in that. So there were videos this week of the Ukrainians just driving those around in circles and paddocks. They look like they look like those fucking nutcases who uh, chase hurricanes around. Yeah, or you know the tornado chases. Yeah, yeah, the storm chases. Storm chases being one of them. So fucking awesome. There was videos this week of Ukrainians just driving those around in circles and paddocks because people are like, "What the fuck are they doing?" But uh, learning to drive. They're only fucking. Tw- they're only twelve years maybe, old, mate. Maybe what they're doing is they're just driving around in circles because no, they're le- they're teaching kids to drive. Well, that's what they're doing. It's on the front line, basically. And what the, what exactly. the what the theory is is it's just because they're constantly got Russian. The the amount of drone footage from this war is crazy. Like there's just always drones in the air. So the Russians have got drones, and they know where all their shit is at all times. So I'm assuming they're just driving these MRAPs around in paddocks just because the Russians are just like artillery. like It's like pockmarked paddocks because they're just launching artillery at them you know, non-stop. It's just, it's really fucked, basically. It's just like, when are they going to pull the pin on it? Like, I suppose when, when they pull the pin is when they're slowly going to de-engage the Western morons. That, you know, like say, they've got to somehow... 
They'll move the goalposts and say move the this, goalposts. this is going to be a win if we do this. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't see it going any other way than... Do, like, how, how long this, can they keep funding it and how long will I don't pe- know. before people say this is enough? I don't know. Like, there, there are people that are saying that Biden wants it to keep going until the, you know, the next election to and try to, in air quotes, win whatever that looks like. So he can ride in on because they, you know, what they they love to have a wartime president, right? Like, you know, we're winning, you know, but um, no, that country's just being rubbleized, literally. And Putin, I mean, I think Judge went through a Putin's Putin did a three-hour press conference with all these Russian journalists this week, and now the, the Judge and Colonel Douglas were. Joking about imagine Biden doing a three-hour press conference about how the war's going with journalists. Like he just he would fall asleep. He would not be able. They'd have to jack him up on meth him up, meth him up. They'd yeah. have to meth him up, and then he wouldn't make any sense. He'd start sounding like Hitler. Pretty much. So Putin was just basically saying, you know, they reckon he was understating how many losses the Ukrainians were having, and just saying, look, you know, this is we're in this, and that's what Douglas Rear was saying. The Russians, it's nearly at a point where the Russians are just going to have to, they're just going to have to keep rubbleizing the place. It's They're really not left with much of an option. Until the West cut off the spigot and stop supplying and tell their vassal Ukrainian people to pull back and get around the negotiation table, the Russians really don't have much choice but to rubbleize. Sounds pretty sick, but it's true. Like, yeah. what, else, what else can they do? Like if the if the Yanks are gonna and the Yanks and the Germans and that are gonna keep sending tanks in, the Russians are gonna unfortunately gonna keep blowing them up. And the thing is, according to different guys that keep an eye on this, according to you know Douglas and the gang, it's like Russian military production is like twenty four hours now. Like that, you know. The rates of caliber cruise missiles and Iskandurs, everything, all the shoulder, all the shit. It's, you know, they are going up and the the Western countries, NATO, are like, oh shit, where are we, you know? Everyone's scratching around. With, yeah, for shit everyone's to scratching around looking for artillery yeah. and everyone's giving, like, oh, know, do we give them F 16s? Like, not? the F 16s are like, like, I mean, people talk about that sort of say, oh, the Ukrainians is going to be a game changer. F-16s. Little do they know they're like, they'll be like, the like people talk about Germany and being the nerd I am, people start something like, I can tell you 100% Germany, the Luftwaffe do not possess F-16s. Netherlands have them. Lots of countries have them. The ones that Ukraine will get will be like Block A, Block B, old. They'll be old. What does that mean? Like old. Like the, 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 the latest... F-16 Fighting Falcons or some people call them Vipers which I think you'll like that that's not too Viper they're like up to Block D Block E Block F they've got bigger fuel tank totally different plane like you're talking about a five what are they, why is it called Block it's just like F-16 the F-16 Fighting Falcon as a jet as a multi-role jet fighter is into about the production run is about Four and a half, five thousand. Okay. That's how many they've built. So you imagine the the more recent models are like what the you know the Yanks have and you know whoever um you know um 
Israel will have top ones, but the shit they got, like I've I've heard other aeronautical sort of analysts say, look, when the Yanks are running, like bear in mind this, the Russians' air defense systems are, no matter what the Western propaganda mills have told you, Russian air defense is, is tip top. They've got tip top, tip top. They've probably got maybe the best air defense systems in the world. S-300s, S-400s, just... No, they've got if, uh, Ukraine, it's just cannon fodder it is target practice for the Ruskies and what these uh, air analysts are saying when the fucking Yanks go in with F-16s, F-15s and shit they have fucking they have a full suite they have jammers they have AWACS they have all the shit that's not available on the early oh, versions fuck no they, they just they, if, if they actually get any F-16s to Ukraine and they do trade the bullets, those things will just, once again, smoking hulks on the ground with dead or parachuting pilots who will be probably captured by the Russians and returned to their families in Ukraine because that's, no matter what the Ukraine, like that's what happens with the, they do prisoner exchanges. You don't really hear that on the media much, but you know. I watch videos all that the time. That doesn't sell war, mate. No, I've watched videos all the time of, of Russians taking Ukrainians prisoner. And yeah, okay, it might be Russian propaganda, but a lot of them, if you just wave the white flag, you you get you get sat down. They'll take your phone off you. This is what the first thing they do. They get you to unlock it. They check usually check the Ukrainians for like Nazi tattoos and shit, which, you know, there's not that many of them have them, but there are, there are, there are brigades of the Ukrainian military which are neo-nazis i mean people can deny that but it's true but the average fucking poor old ukrainian grunt that's been pulled off the street and trained up for four weeks and sent into the meat grinder fuck i reckon a lot of them will just be like sweet you know the russians will give you a durry hand over your phone and they'll just get processed in russia and sent back to ukraine at some point and they typically have to sign some declaration to say that not that it means anything that you know i won't fight anymore but I don't know how that works. But yeah, that's what they do. Dumb government shit as usual. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, F sixteens, fuck. It's just it's just cannon fodder. The the, the the Dutch will give you know, in air quotes, give them to the Ukrainians. The Yanks will train them, they'll all get shot down. And the Ukrainians will be uh, sorry, the the Dutch government will be they'll be buying F thirty fives. That's what that's that's what's happening. The, the 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 Netherlands are upgrading their fighters, and they 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 air quotes giving them. They're getting subs. It's all subsidies. This yep. is all governments know to do. It's they're subsidising the war, and the, until they stop subsidising that war, and the moment they do, it's game over, right? But the mining was the this, was the thing this week. That was the thing for me. I was like, wow. The I I kind of didn't really know how it worked, but the Russian mining tactics. Landmine anti is crazy. It's it's a it's a it's just a it's a defensive echelon system that's just it's it's just death. You know, there's no way. It's just like just just stop it, just stop it. You just pull the pin. They've got to. They won't. They're like like um like the like um the Yanks leadership said. We are happy to fight to the last Ukrainian, and it seems like that is the case. <laughs> it's fucked, and that's that's what that's what they're forcing them into. I mean, you know. Anyway, enough about that. Let's hit um. Let's hit a even spicier topic. Your favorite this week. Now I've got one clip that uh, shout out to Heinzy. 
Gareth sent me this yesterday. And I knew there was a whistleblower event coming up, but it was, well, it might have been on Tuesday, New Zealand time. Well, it's Thursday today. Um, and it was Stephen Greer, who has got mixed. Like, he, he's he's been in the UFO field for decades. Dr. Stephen Greer, he was like an emergency room doctor, but now he's he's been like a full-time, like, UFO disclosure guy for as long as I can remember. 20 years. Some people don't like him because he <clears throat> he runs like um, this to you. This will even to me it's pretty wacky. But one thing people don't like is that he runs like essentially like workshops out in the desert, and it's like shyster. Yeah, he charges big bucks for it. But people go and um, he's the Anthony Robbins of ufology. Pretty, he can be, but he also like everything in these worlds. He does have some good stuff. So he did this big uh, disclosure conference at the National Press Club a couple of days ago. And some of the testimonies were pretty interesting. And like everything in the ufology world, uh, there's no videos, well, compelling ones. There's no photos of anything because... Surprise, surprise. but But the nature of it is, of course, there aren't because... No one, you know, it's hard it's to... It's all classified. And, it's all yeah. classified. So, but this particular that Gareth sent me, this particular clip was on Twitter and I screen recorded it. It's a guy by the name of Eric Hecker. Uh, and the reason Gareth sent this is because it, it has... And look, I'm saying... Like, I, I, I don't know what percentage of buying this I am. Um, but I suppose if you put a... If you put a if you put a strangulation hold sort of under and you like made me like Joel, give me a number. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you to sleep. I'm gonna put you on a rear naked. Put you to sleep. Give me a number. I'd say I'm sixty five to seventy percent buying this guy. The maybe leaves like thirty odd percent. Like maybe, but. These whistleblower guys, I don't really know. Like, I've heard other people say, like Richard Dolan say, you know, don't discount the fact that these guys aren't really gaining much from this. Most people just look at them like they're kooks. So the guys I watched, this is the first one that Gareth sent me. So his name's Eric Hecker. So he, I'll play the clip in a sec. It's about five minutes, so it's a bit of a long one, but it's worth it. But So he is a... a well, he claims to be a former Raytheon contractor. He explains in this. What's interesting is, I think I told telling you on the phone uh, earlier, so years ago, before I even met Amy, it'd be a long, long time ago, I, around that time, maybe 13, 14, 15 years ago, I was working for a painting company, and um, Tony, the old boss, got a contract to paint. We were painting out at the Antarctic Center, but not the Antarctic Center where they do the Hagelin ride, like the, where all the government's offices are like there's the italian antarctic program obviously the u.s operation deep freeze is what it's called out there and i was walking around this complex when we were i think we were we were painting the u there's a u.s post office at the airport you know that it's a base basically it's a military base and as i was walking around at smoko one day i stumbled across the raytheon office in christchurch raytheon have an office or they did it's like called raytheon polar services and I, even back years ago, I was like, that's random. Like, Ray, this is like Raytheon. What the fuck are... And this is the whole thing is, what the fuck are they doing in Antarctica? So this guy, Eric Hecker, is telling you 
He is a he was a subcontractor for Raytheon Polar Services in Antarctica, and he would have flown out of Christchurch. I believe he says in the video he was a firefighter slash tradesman down there. Tradie. He's a tradie. And what he's claiming is down at the south right, not at where the McMurdo and all that, where where we have the base they fly. This is at the South Pole. This is pretty, for me, this is like every day of my life. And to you, it might sound wacky. And to the uninitiated of the UFO world, this will sound crazy what this guy's about to say. But he's essentially saying that at the South Pole, the US have a facility that is akin, it's not a harp facility. Some people will know what I mean when I say a harp. You know you know what the yep. harp is. It's essentially like a, a what what the whack jobs, but now it's, this is all coming to fruition now. Years ago, when I was a junior whack job, I would tell people about the harp, directed energy weapons, and people were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the US and Russia and China are working on like beam weapons where they can do all sorts of shit and it it's now coming out that they do have these but anyway i'll stop ranting and raving and play this clip but there is here's the kicker there's a christchurch link here dun, dun. Right. i'm very happy that you're giving me this attention and this information attention because it needs to get out to the world i will start uh, since we have to be brief i have already given all pertinent information and supporting documentation to the senate intelligence committee and arrow they informed me that all of my information will be recorded for public record and shared with congress it is that important in 2010, I was selected to go down to the South Pole Station in Antarctica for an entire year by Antarctica? Radio Polar Services as an employee yes, of a third-party contractor for the National Science Foundation. I function in a dual-role capacity as a tradesman and a firefighter. My responsibilities required me to be more informed than most of my crew and offered me complete access to the facilities. What I learned from this unique experience needs to be shared with the entire world. The technology at the South Pole Station certainly can do what it is presented as its primary purposes, and unfortunately, much more. The Ice Cube Neutrino Detector is presented as a passive listening device for the purposes of the science as presented. But I'm going to skip right through the chase, folks. Uh, I have provided documentation that proves that the 5,160, what they call DOMs, that are embedded in the ice can actually transmit at 2,047 volts each. That gives us a long list of things to consider. It is effectively a multifaceted directed energy weapons platform that I will uh, list rapidly a few things that it can do. Vehicle detection. We're learning that these off-world craft, on-world craft, hours or other nations are also emitting neutrinos. How you how you finding this, Tim? Bullshit. Why, why do you say that, though? Uh, just the way he's talking. Really? My 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 rate my bullshit radar is going fucking. What, how, how so? Um, the way he talks, people don't talk like that. Really? Yep. But how are people supposed to talk? Um, retarded people who are making up shit talk like this. You reckon? Yep. Keep but going. Keep ha- going. How would you? How would you? Just the way he's phrasing stuff. It doesn't like. So this makes the South Pole Station effectively an air traffic control station for this new level of equipment that nobody's discussing. Could it just be you're In not familiar with the to the ability to facility? detect neutrinos and the exotic vehicles? I provided documentation that shows that this is also a... Might I just say that... What? Uh, this is the thing. This is the mystery of Antarctica. So I keep an eye on this shit. The US military are lugging C-17 Globemasters and C-130 Hercules 
every day, day in, day out, from spring to early autumn to Antarctica, yep. the U.S. military. Yep. What are they doing down there? Like, what are they doing? Like, what are they? What? How many penguins can they tag? Like, no, what well, are they I, doing? Well, he's talking about um, off-world fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's like ugh, nonsense. Really? Fuck yeah. Like, I, I, I think the military have shit there. They have direct energy weapons. Yep. I, I, I believe all that to be true. Okay. But, um, you don't think they're tracking things coming in and out? I, mean, um, I think they're trying to, and I okay. think maybe they're using that as, as an excuse to what they're doing. Yep. Um, like, show show me the proof. Well, it's. I mean, how can you, though? Well, the, this guy's got the documents. Yeah, yeah, he's given the documents over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... When did he do that? Well, just two days ago. Okay. So this is the... So there's the What's guy, ever going to come from that? So the guy... Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's it's the smoking man in Expos. Like, you know? I, I hate it. You I know? hate this bullshit where he's... Like, tell us something. He is going to... He is telling us. He's not... He hasn't said anything yet. Okay. So... There's this guy, so there's the David Grush guy that come out last week. So the, he was the in our National Reconnaissance Office whistleblower. So he come out and all of the military people are like, this guy is 100% legit. Yep. He definitely worked for, he definitely worked, worked at the Pentagon. Worked where he said he worked. And he worked on the UAP UFO programs. Yeah. And every step along the way, he, they kept stumbling across programs that were prohibited, and what the programs he is talking about are the programs where the U.S. have and other governments have recovered um, crafts. Yet no evidence. So, but anyway, but then Michael Schellenberger, who you know from Joe Rogan, yep. so he's written an article. That's saying that he's talked to whistleblowers and these are high-ranking military officials. And the, the, the thing going around at the moment is... So has he seen evidence? But or is he just believing something? But hold on. This is the thing. This is the thing. So this shit is at what you would call a black site. Yep. There's, there's no way of getting evidence out of a black site. Like... You know, well, how did this, how's this guy got evidence of something? But, so these guys, these guys have been to play. So David Grush was a military intelligence officer, and he has been spoken to high-ranking people and shown documents about. I reckon, I reckon. I don't think. I think this is just. It's all a scam, just to. I don't know. Drag but, money. No, but out of, the, so this is where out I'm, of the people. Well, this is the opposite of that one, though. So what Richard Dolan's saying is the reason why... The, so the corporate media are all over David Fravor, Joe Rogan's guys, yep. Tic Tac, yep. all the shit that the US Navy and US military are like, oh my God, what are these things? Oh, we might need some more money. But what these new whistleblowers are saying is the total opposite for the US, for the media. The media are not covering any of this. But why would you, David Fravor, with the weird grainy infrared footage, you know, so that, that's all they had. And everyone's like, oh, look at these guys. But the US government can say, oh, yeah, we don't know what these things are. Like, well, this is mystery. This is a mystery. Whereas what these guys, the, the, the new wave of whistleblowers are saying is the US government have got, have recovered things and apparently the number is that's going around is 12 and 6 that operate and 6 that are fucked basically but they're partial 
They're wrecks, right? The US government also said that a bunch of Saudi nationals hijacked planes and flew them into buildings without them knowing. They say a lot of things, but this is not officially what the US government is saying, though. This is where I'm going with this. The the, the US government are saying nothing about this because some, what Richard Dolan is saying from his analysis is the reason why the government, the US government don't like this sort of chat is because there's no money for this. Because these guys well, are... Who's, who's, Who's funding these black sites, though? No, but what I'm saying is the US government, they use the Tic Tac and all that footage from the Navy pilots as, oh, fuck, we might need more money to keep track of this shit. But what these guys are saying is, nah, you guys are full of shit. You already have all the tech. You've hidden it from everyone for 80 years. And you don't need any more money. More so than that, you're you're spending exorbitant amounts of money on all this shit and you've already got it and the technology would change a lot of things for everyone, everyone. right yep. so so that's why it's crickets from the corporate media why would the corporate media pick up um the tic tac but not um all the the latest crop of whistleblowers who are saying you guys have got it and it's and you, uh, i to, it's you're totally right in saying um Where's the evidence? But it's like, well, this is like the absolute pinnacle echelon. Oh, like, like, look at it this way: the Manhattan Project did did the did that leak, and that had that had tens of thousands of people working compartmentalized at nuclear sites all over America, and that pretty they pretty much kept that a secret. I think that there's definitely psyops within psyops in the UFO world. But I, I think there's very little doubt that that they have shit. They have, I think they have things. And I think they've had things at least since Roswell. And I think they just want you to believe they have things. I think they have the things. Because the, ultimately they can, they can get infinite money out of you if you believe they have the things. But, the, but them having the things doesn't... Them... Tricking the public into thinking the things are operated by by aliens, and we have to defend ourselves against them. Now that can get money, and that can scare people. Yeah. If the U.S. government and have, it seems like that's where they're heading. But it's but but if they have the things, then it's kind of like, well, no, the game is up. You guys have got the things. Where did you get the things? And are you working with the people? Because some of these whistleblowers are saying that some of the things are crashed. But some of the things are not. And they're essentially saying, well, the, some of the things they've got are not crashed. They're essentially, here you go. You have that, and what are they? What deal have they done with whoever for whatever? You know, this is the things. So I don't know how people could not be interested in that. You know, it's not like you have to um, put the house on it. But I, my general distrust for the government leads me to believe that they probably... They've psyoped this guy. How so? How so though? This guy claims. This guy claims that there are. He's seen because yeah, like all the you know uh, Scott uh, was it Scott Horton? Who was it? All the people that say about talked about the green beaming, like the China, the green beaming of Hawaii military bases. This guy's talking about green beaming in Antarctica, which is like essentially lasers, laser beams. So yeah, 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 and I and I accept they have that space-based weapons. They, yeah, they so have that technology, but 
prove prove they've done something with it. Prove they've used it. Tart. Like I I would accept that they've used it to create bad shit here. Yep. I just I just there's just no evidence that they've got anything off well, off world. Yeah, but they're at black sites. And they but let's be honest. They have black sites, yes. Well, okay, so it's a black site. How's he telling how's he telling shit though? How's he talking about these beams and stuff? He's been he's 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 he is But has he seen, he's seen downed the craft? No he, no he's not this guy is not a UFO. Not talking dude. About UFOs no, at no, all. not at all. He's talking about the neutrino whatever experiment that's in Antarctica. And I looked it up on YouTube. I've Googled it. They These things called, he's talking about, called, you, ne- you need to look into it, basically. So these, <laughs> these, no, seriously, these things he's talking about called DOMS, the DOMS are digital optical, and they drill them into the ice. Yep. And they, 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 they energize them. So long story short, because you don't want to listen to this anymore. No, no, no. I don't mind. I don't mind. Keep going. He's essentially saying that when they turned this thing on, this is so. But I'm, I'm thinking if you think he's bullshit now, you're gonna, your head's gonna explode soon. Because he's essentially alluding to the fact that he, when he was down there in 2010, they powered this thing up, and then the Christchurch earthquakes happened. So go, keep going. but you, but you subscribe to that idea, right? Yeah, you, you, but you, I subscribe to anything like in, a direct, in this, a direct in this, in the, on this yeah. earth. So that, that's all he's talking about here. He's talking about a directed energy weapon, and he's claiming that they... But that, did he just not say something about craft? It's all tied up. It's all tied together. Yeah, I just don't believe the craft part of really? it. Really? No. You don't believe... So So communications are at... Like, I suppose, um, as our, our old uh, pedophile mate Arthur C. Clarke said, any um, sufficiently advanced technology... Is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. So I can, um, I can, um, I could see the US having technology so far advanced than like that would make this smartphone and how this is down, how I screen recorded this video remotely over the air is, um, yeah, no, like nineteen sixties technology yeah. potentially, and know? I believe that too. So, anyway, okay. If you want, if you if you are happy yeah, to continue, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're sorry you're, about the delay there, fellas. You're calling. Oh, this is all part of the show. You're calling this guy's. Um, you're calling his. Uh, what into question? His just his. His character. Okay. Faster than light communications. In the past, Gary McKinnon has hacked NASA, found the off-world fleet, the list of captains. And- are you familiar with Gary McKinnon? No. So Gary McKinnon, you can look him up. He is a hacker who in the early 2000s claimed to have hacked into US and apparently, I've looked into Gary McKinnon for years and a lot of people that have said, man, this guy hacked into the US um, databases and by all accounts, if you're a super aspergious computer nerd, in that point in time, like early 21st century, he hacked into US government databases and found lists of uh, essentially ships and crew that all operate off-world. Like they're they're like a like it's like the navy, but the navy have ships that operate out 
in it's like the secret space force secret space program which is a lot people have been saying there's a secret space program for decades so gary mckinnon hacked in and they i i I don't find that unbelievable but here's this the you the u.s government tried to extradite gary mckinnon to the u.s and they fought it and the u they kept him in the uk and they had to play up that he had asperger's and he got off but he did hack into U.S. databases and claims that what he found was the U.S. have an entire secret space program where they're operating off-world, and you know it's a it's a black it's the black budget, and they I don't know I mean like they have so many in fact on in the same presentation Stephen Greer presents the hundreds of black sites that are on planet earth that people like i saw one right in the middle of australia and that is what they call are you familiar with pine gap i think you've talked to me about yeah there's yeah. pine gap and but there's like you know area 51 is like the you know it's the 101 i mean they have all this shit you know they have all this shit well hidden from the public and you know like the amount of shit that if they say that um 90 of shit can be explained away as anomalies, weather, um, people that don't know what they're looking at, but the five or ten percent is like legitimate shit. That's the, I mean, it's not to me. It's not outrageous that they would have this technology. They've only got a. I mean, they control all of the comms. Like the average person does not have the ability to uh, optically. Um, spy on and and get the communications of a technology advanced as advanced as this like if you were out in the if you've got a black site out in the middle of the fucking mojave desert built to the side of a, a side of a mountain and the area around that site is 300 200 k's of you know completely off limits like Area 51 is, and they'll have multiple sites like this. You've got fucking all the Spec Ops guys on the perimeter, drones, sensors, everything. No one can get... It's like what they did with Area 51. When people started getting like, oh, fuck, this shit's happening in the Nevada desert. They just kept moving the perimeter back, back and back and back. They buzz you with Blackhawks. The camo dudes would come out, scare you off. And because people started getting better optics and they're zooming in on the base and they're watching things come out of there at night, shooting up into the sky, doing all this crazy shit... You don't think they can push people back and just open a door of a side of a hill at night, wheel out a flying machine? Yeah, all, and just, all and, of this earth. And just shoot up into space, and the thing is just gone, and like no one's going to see that. And that Space Force, they're out, and the, who knows what they're doing out there. People, you know, I don't know. I, I, I find it strange that people don't think we have that technology. You know, I really do. Anyone that's like, what, are you mad? I'll be like, are you <laughs> like where do you think the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars go like where does it go trillions like we, we've talked about trillions eh? like we've we've talked about how many do- like we've talked about the trillions right? yeah the millions and the billions number. and the trillions like anyway keep going and it's apparent that if we have faster than light vehicles moving throughout the system, we're going to need faster than light communications. This is that facility. Unfortunately, I have other bad news. The season that I was there, 2010 to 2011, we converted from 
uh, construction to operations and maintenance in both the elevated station and the detector array. Unfortunately, when they first fired it up, that was when we had the earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. There was two incidental shots before they were able to target it correctly. This is an earthquake generating device as well. This is the weapons of war that we have to deal with now and what Raytheon's hiding. There's an ELF system at the South Pole Station that when I was arrived, I was told it was off, dismantled, and completely defunct. In my work, I will rapidly just tell you, I had to figure out the circuitry for certain other repairs, and I found that this system is, in fact, completely energized, up and running, and being utilized with the other systems for nefarious purposes as well. The atmospheric I'll just pause it there. So I was listening to that Cliff High YouTube. There's a podcast with Cliff High and another dude from 2016, and he was Cliff High was claiming that he everyone's got sources right. He's claiming that the the Yanks totally flying in the face of the Antarctic treaties. The Yanks had, and apparently the Russians were doing it. The Yanks had reactors down there powering all this shit, and apparently the Russians were did it the smart way, which is they just would have icebreakers come in and just plug it into nuclear power. They you know, but apparently like. People think, oh, there's an international treaty to keep... You know, no one can go to Antarctica. Oh, it's all about preserving the fucking... Uh, no, like, it's just secret keeping. It's That's secret why keeping. you can't go there. You know, stuff out there... There are stuff articles about this shit. Why there's so many conspiracy theories about Antarctica. Oh, it's just because it's so mysterious. That's, that's what they want the public to believe. The reason it's so mysterious is because it's just so mysterious. So, because it's so mysterious, there'll always be conspiracy theories about Antarctica. But it's like, I don't know. I mean, nearly, Observatory you're nearly done. is uh, in what we call the clean air sector. I witnessed myself a very powerful green laser shooting out of the top of this facility into the cosmos. This, I believe, is a secondary form of... So, he's you, a fucking actor. But you imagine... Who's it? Like, who... People don't talk like that. Yeah, imagine though, if you were going to do this shit, where's the best place to do it? Yeah, it, it, you got to admit that, eh? Yeah, like so. This is the double-edged sword of what this guy's saying. You'd have to admit if you were going to do any shit like this, best place in the world to do it. Yeah, there's not a better place to do it. But no but one also, can prove it. But no one can prove it because there's probably like fucking twenty dudes down there, and that's it. That's it. So this guy's claiming he's one of them. Bear in mind. That this press conference, Stephen Greer, they've apparently um, checked these guys' credentials that they that he was there. If you think this is crazy, you should listen to the other the other whistleblowers. I'll give you a brief rundown once this is finished. That the shit the other guys say that they witnessed as U.S. military members is way crazier than this. Anyway, long range communications and or a defense system. I am not saying that we need to be scared of anything that's out there, but please understand the military industrial complex is happy to invest all of your money in alleviating their fears. <clears throat> A question of power comes into play for all of these facilities that are present. I assure you, I knew what was going on. I knew the load demands of the facility and all of these new items exceed the demand for the systems that I was presented. I am doing due diligence and research. I believe there is either a secondary power supply there that is either nuclear that uh, was there prior 
to the start of the Antarctic Treaty, which prohibits such things, and or that there is some sort of exotic uh, power supply system there that just is not in the verbiage of the treaty, so it negates the responsibility to the parties involved. I think that pretty much covers it for time. If anybody, if anybody wants to find out more, I have a website where all this information is at. You guys, you on it, mate. <laughs> That's where I want be going. I've documented all this stuff, <laughs> and information is available. Um. So, basically, here's here's the thing, though, and I know this is just fucking anecdotal bullshit, and people, some people think I'm crazy, and some people might just understand that. I just like this stuff, yep. like. I don't think there's any, there's no harm in it, right? Of course not. But here's the thing. My earthquake story, and not mine, everyone's. Okay, so we'll just get this straight. It's hard to remember all the shit, and it's hard, the memory holds so much of this information. So correct me if I'm wrong. So one of the heads of FEMA and Hillary Clinton were in New Zealand when the earthquakes happened, correct? I don't know. Yeah, okay, I think that's that. So the, the, the big wigs from FEMA were supposed to be in Christchurch that day. And I remember looking that up, and they were, and they didn't come, right? So, also, Operation Southern Catapo was on. So, place was crawling with all sorts of troops. So, yep. Remember the Singaporean troops? Yep. They were here. They had LAVs. They had Singaporean troops going in the streets, New Zealand troops. So, there was, a ma- there was a massive military presence at Littleton. Literally thousands of military yep. personnel in Canterbury when the earthquakes hit. Which one? Uh, the February one. Okay. So Operation Southern Catapo was a military massive exercise that was was on during that. So that's why, I mean, how the fuck do Singaporean troops end up guarding Christchurch? Like, I remember driving out of Christchurch that night, and I remember seeing LAVs, which are the armoured army vehicles, and Singaporean troops with guns guarding Bailey Ave. Why weren't they there on the first earthquake? That was and why were those two earthquakes completely different? They were, they were the the exercise was on during the February earthquake. Yep. So so you could just say, well, that's just a coincidence, Joel. But then there's bill that say, uh, then there there are bill that say, there's no coincidence. So let me let me say one other thing. Yep. And it's totally Amy and Amy and I will both swear in it. This is not even a negotiable. This is one hundred percent happened. So I've told the story a million times. And after the earthquake hit, I met up with Amy outside of the Burger King on Fitzgerald. Ah, uh, Fitzgerald. No, not Fitzgerald, Moyas Ave. And we saw the massive black Ford, long wheelbase, blacked out truck with lights on it, pushing through the traffic on um, Moyas Ave. It was so out of place. It was strange. It was very strange. I've never really seen, you don't see vehicles like this in New Zealand. I've never really seen one, and I've never seen one since. Really out of place. And Amy would, you know, and you could do that whole thing where people say, oh, your memories and you make things up, all that bullshit. I mean, there's even a theory that the CIA have funded US universities to push that narrative. It's like that, it's like there's that particular lawyer in the States, they get in to try and push the false memory thing out yeah. there. And it's to cover up for the elites. It's like an elite funded thing. So, you put all these pieces together and you do wonder if there are structures of hierarchy that 
were fully aware that that was going to happen. And we saw the tiny little ripples around the edges of that with military here, weird black unmarked US. It, this wasn't a Nissan Patrol. I'm, I'm, I'm very autistic when it comes to, you know, if you don't know me, you can't know that. But I'm telling you, I can look at a plane. A, I, I, I don't. I don't not know if I'm interested in something or shapes and makes and models. I'm like, you know, I'm not like a rain man, but I'm pretty good on detail, pretty good on detail. And this was a very strange vehicle. It was huge and it was all black, black tinted. And it had a weird light on the top and it was flashing and it was honking and pushing through traffic. Like wasn't worried about, you know, that. I don't know, I think it's strange. So if you think that guy's full of shit, the another yeah, guy... I, I, I think that that could be a possibility that that happened. So, yeah. But I just, don't be, I just don't believe he's got anything to do with it. So you don't think he went to... You don't think he's worked for Raytheon? It's, it's, I suppose he would have to provide... You would have to... Yeah, yeah I suppose you would have to... If he, if he has evidence of that, you, you would accept that. Like if he could prove. Well, he's talking about he he fixed something and powered something up, and it's like he was a contractor there. Like yeah. he was sounds like he was a tradesman. Yeah. So he's tinkering around with things for Raytheon as a contractor. And he's a fireman it. and a tradesman. People, but you imagine if that was what you were qualified to do. I mean, if that that's who they employ. I mean, but we just talk. We've talked at length about psychopaths in the military. I don't think he's in the military though. He's a contractor. It's just like you, you, you yeah, and but I. You, could, yeah, you and I could go to Antarctica. But how do they? How are they going to clear a guy like that to go there? But you don't know. You don't. You, the only thing you know about that guy is that five minutes. And you, so, hearing him for five minutes, you're saying he's a crackpot. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, but aside from that, you know nothing about the guy. No. He could. He could be a highly qualified electrical engineer, or he could be a total crackpot. But he could be a highly qualified electrical engineer. Who they're like, okay, do this firefighting course because because it's it's not just McMurdo Station, it's the South Pole. Yep. So we want you to kind of upskill, and if you've got the right uh, if you've got the right CV, we'd prefer you to have a couple of things because we only send thirty dudes down there at a time. It's you know it's it's not it's so it's, it's powerful it's, enough to cause earthquakes. Yet there's twenty to thirty guys there. It's it's a well I don't think like and, like how do they how do these and, I need to I need to find out how direct energy I don't know how many guys there work. I'm just I'm making that number up I don't know how many guys are at I did look at some I did look at some 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 photos of that neutrino whatever they whatever the the, the facility is it's like the classic dual purpose if we're believing anything from that guy. It's a dual. He's saying it. What he's not saying, but what he means to say is, it's a dual purpose facility. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's like what they say the Harpers in Alaska, that the 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 Navy when the Navy were running it, they were saying it was a um, communication facility to communicate with, um, like nuclear well, submarines. That's like he underwater. was he was saying, like it, it, it you can use yeah. it for. Yeah, that's what. So that seems to be the the the. Um, that's, but it's so powerful to get information quickly from one place to another. Well, he's claiming that, it's faster than light communication. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on the physics, but I, I have seen, you know, I've seen people talking about like, basically, if 
if there are these crafts and they're whizzing around the universe, which I think it's highly likely they are, like, forget about light speed. It's got to be faster than light because light speed's fucking... It's pedestrian in the gal- in the universe. Like, you know, like... Um, yeah, because shit's like a million light years yeah, away. Yeah, if, if something's a million light years away, it's, yeah. it's a million light years... And um, what is no? It's a, it's a million years. It's a million years at light, at light speed. speed to which get light speed is like, it's like is it eighty thousand kilometers per second? I'm, I'm not sure. It Something is, yeah. like that, or is it a hundred thousand kilometers per second? It's fucking fast. It, it varies though, doesn't it? Like I don't think light speed is a constant. No, it's, How it's fast definitely not is a constant. Light speed in kilometers per hour. One speed of light is equivalent to 1.079 times 10 to the 9 kilometers per hour. Okay, that's fast. That's fast. But I wish they wouldn't say it like that. Say it for <laughs> dumb people. Light speed for dummies. Oh, it's just a fucking YouTube video. But anyway, yeah, so... Um, so... In a nutshell, the next two guys, so they had, he had a Marine, there was a Marine on there, and, you know, apparently checks out Marine. He's claiming that he was on a patrol in the Philippines after a natural disaster with a squad of six guys, and they got, they were doing, like, um, emergency response, but they were armed, and they stumbled across a, a disc-type, but he, he said they were on a, CH-47 Sikorsky Sea Stallion helicopter, which is the biggest helicopter the Yanks have. It's a huge fucking thing. The Marines, that's what they use off their helicopter carriers. He said this craft they stumbled, they they saw in the jungle in the Philippines. No, sorry, it was in Indonesia. It was in Indonesia, sorry. They were based in the Philippines, but they went to Indonesia. And they, when they were doing their mission, I don't know how they stumbled across it, but they, they just, at the corner of their eye, they saw this, this this machine, and he said that it was so big that the helicopter they were in, you could have fit like three helicopters under this thing. It was so big, and it was just hovering there in a clearing in the jungle. So they went to get closer to it and were intercepted by black dressed with American accents, no markings, and he's claiming that they were, they had like tons of cargo, and it wasn't, it's not, it's not, there's, it's not aliens, it's, it's... How many guys was he with? There was six dudes. And have all six cooperated? Co- not, not, couldn't say for sure. So he, he's coming, but these guys are coming out saying this. Yeah, it seems not, like they're just bandwagon jumpers. But... What, there's nothing in it for them. Like, well, there's a little. You could sell a book. You could fucking nah, go on. You could get on JRE. Selling. You could ha- nah. start a podcast. You could fucking. Nah. And those guys that get on JRE, like David Fravor and those guys, they. I mean, why would you believe David Fravor, but you wouldn't believe this guy? Like, well, D- David Fravor's in the Navy, and this guy's a Marine, and he's saying, "Me and no, Sick- well, I, I, I don't really believe David Fravor. You that don't much. believe him. You don't think. I mean, he's a highly trained pilot, and he said. And multiple other Navy pilots are like, yeah, man, we've seen some shit up there. Unexplainable, crazy speeds, crazy maneuverability, and well, fuck, it's going to have to land on your roof, hey? It, it honestly is. But it, it does, I, feel like, I feel like I'm such a hater with it. It does but, for me, too. Like, I, But even, but then, I mean, if even if you saw it, you'd be like, ah, it's 
fucking blue bit. I don't know. You know. Yeah, be like, oh, they just make that down in Antarctica. And then the last whistleblower was a guy who he was a he was like the in charge of the Death Valley firing live firing range. It's like the yep. biggest desert warfare firing range in the world, according to this guy. Another certified psychopath. No, this guy. I've, this guy was just a sergeant in the in the army, and he said that uh, when he was working at Death Valley. He was working with Raytheon dudes, and one night, this flying triangle turned up. He said it looked like a... It looked the one like, you and Dill saw. 100%. He said he was with two Raytheon contractors, and he said this thing turned up, and he said they were just like... Like, it was like um, nothing. Like because they knew about it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But the th- this the he's just this guy's just saying that essentially, um, the thing is is it was not on the manifest obviously, and his his whole job is to know everything about yep. what's downrange blah blah. And that was he went on and he had some other wacky stories about what happened after that. But that's what, essentially what he's saying is that the U.S. is a possession of crafts that. Are uh, huge, and he said this. It's the same story over and over. It's hovering silently, and then could just go and gone. I mean, you know. So this how is how many jabs did he get? This is, I well, it's hard to know. So no, he was um he yeah he's they're these all, are all these are jab injuries. They're all retired. They're all jab injuries. They're all out. But um, so how are we going to get you over the line with this, Tim? Yeah, it would, I would have to. I would have to see something. So, or I'd have to talk to some. I'd a, have to talk to a group of people who agreed. There's apparently on, more whistleblowers coming out because they're, it's they're, pretty popular at the moment. They're predicted. They're protected under some new whistleblower legislation. Not Obama's old whistleblower legislation. No, no. Yeah, well, that didn't work so good. No. So now I think there's a little bit more protection for these guys. It's easier to think that why is it why aren't these guys being Snowdened or um uh what's the other guy fucking poor cunt that's rotting Assange Assange why aren't these guys and I suppose you could say it's because now there's some level but like the guy Grush he's claiming that he has been threat like he he's been pulled aside and given the word and he's just saying well he's just had enough you know I mean. You could easily say these guys are crackpots, but you could easily say maybe they have had enough. Maybe they're just like, I'm at the end of my, I can't handle it. Like, imagine, it's impossible for us to imagine nearly. Imagine knowing shit. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that, there's a lot of hard-ass fucking Americans that are like, nah, they've signed the NDA and they're, you know, they will never, they'll wait till they die and they'll tell their son on their deathbed. That and this is happening. I mean, that's another thing that happens all the time. Obviously, is you know, there's and then there's zero proof of any of it. I mean, how do you have proof of these things? I don't. I think if you fly in on the Janet Airline to um to they fly from they fly from every day multiple flights from Las Vegas Airport. It's the Janet. It's called the Janet Airlines. The unmarked seven three seven with the red stripe down the side. So they fly multiple flights a day. I think there's four flights in and four flights out every day. From Nevada, uh, from Las Vegas to Area Fifty One. So what are those? Yeah, these are all scientists. They fly in and out every day, multiple flights every day. You know, you what? You think these guys can just take in a 
Kodak, one use, click, clack, and just go. It's, I just, it's, it's. This is the most powerful military apparatus that potentially has ever existed. I'm pretty sure they can stop people taking photos of shit. And then they have a. Then I could actually make the case, Tim, that you are falling prey to a U.S. Air Force. You are also falling prey to a U.S. Air Force psyop, and that psyop is. Whatever we do, we call these people kooks. No matter what, they're kooks. They're fucking kooks, and there's no. And that's another way to cover it up. So I suppose we could, we could, we could argue ourselves till we're blue in the face. But until it's psyops all the way down. But the the thing is, though, the other thing is there is footage. There's tons of footage of shit that's totally anomalous, and you would look at it and go, Phew, "That is pretty weird." Like we, yeah. was it was it you that was telling me about those weird videos of those humanoid thing yeah yeah see i haven't looked much into that is that the las vegas one yeah i think so yeah there was a weird case see see yeah, I but looked, it just it just looked just looked really fake to me i looked at that case that was about a week ago and that was one case that i was like man this seems like bullshit but it's weird so essentially there's if people maybe probably i don't know how many ufo geeks are out there but there's so there's body cam footage of Las Vegas police body cam footage of like a massive blue streak coming in somewhere in Las Vegas and it seems like it hits the ground somewhere in Las Vegas. Then there's a 911, which a lot of people have pointed out as strange. The response time was like 45 minutes to an hour, which was pretty slow. So you've heard the 911 call, which is teenagers, which instantly gets my yeah the high well <laughs> it instantly makes me think these motherfuckers are pranking like they're claiming that there's that they're going to get on JRE yeah well they're claiming that there's humanoid that, that there's been some sort of crash in their backyard yep and there's humanoids and like don't get me wrong man I watched the video I watched the cops talking about it I watched the cops get to their house the body cam footage and I'm looking at these people like, these motherfuckers are full of shit. Yeah. And it's like, where, like, and then they wouldn't film in their backyard because apparently it's a privacy issue. And I'm like, fuck privacy. If these yeah, well, and I feel the same with all this classified stuff. If these cunts have got eight foot um, greys roaming around in their backyard, I think we throw privacy out the window and get it on film. So I, I didn't buy any, that, that was pushed by the, that was pushed in the, aspects of the media on YouTube a lot last week. Yeah. And that's the sort of shit I'm like, eh. But when it's um when it's verified US spooks that are kind of like out of spookdom, some of them will definitely be spreading disinfo, but I I I, I um I can't say all of them are. These just by matter of you know chance, there's got to be a couple that are like I, I can't handle this anymore. Like uh, I've seen I've seen too much shit, and I just want to tell the world. There could be one in a hundred. Eh? It could be ninety nine guys are like, nah, I've signed a thing, and I'm Team America. Hoorah! <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> I don't know. Well, where what are we gonna? I think it's just gonna keep escalating. It's 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 all it's it's all go at the moment, you know. And I, I kind of got dis and I kind of kind of got disenchanted with it all for years. But I don't know. I mean, Joe Rogan was saying he was going to get that Grush guy on, but whether he does, I don't know. But um, 
I mean, he's Joe's kind of claiming he's going to ask him the hard questions, but in the interview, I've watched the I watched the whole forty minute interview with this crush guy, by that uh, guy Coltard, the Aussie journalist, and he just straight up asks him, "Are you, have you had any mental issues? Yeah, like, and he, yeah, he's he's apparently he's he's he could prove he had all these high level military above top secret clearances and shit and. I mean, he worked for the. How can you prove it if it's all top secret? How can you prove you had. He can prove. You can prove you have. Like, it's like when Andy Stumpf was on um, JRE the other day. He said he had the same military clearance as that um, Grush guy. It's like. It's 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 num it's word. It's it's letter soup. It's ATTS5 level clearance. It's like if you're a. I don't know, they have these different clearances and he says it's it's a common clearance, but it's it's still a high clearance. Like there are literally there There's are, millions of people with high level clearance. There, there literally is. There, there's so many people with high level clearance, but he did he's verified it he worked for the NRO and he worked for some national geospatial it's like he worked in high level he's not working for the fucking he's not working for the US Forest Service. But the NRO is one of the most secretive ones there are. Like the NRO, you'll find more about the NSA than the NRO, the National Reconnaissance Office. They are in space. That's what they do. They're in space gathering intel. So, and he worked for them and others. So I don't know. I mean, um, I suppose if we both, if it was me and another me, uh, that'd just get out of control. It'd just be like we'd just oh, be sniffing yeah. each other's farts. <laughs> Pretty big much. UFO fart sniffing fest. Um, so we've bored every we've bored everyone enough with all that. Uh, I haven't got any more uh, wacky shit. So if people are disappointed about that, well, sorry. Um. So, so you so what what chance what percentage are you giving that guy? Um, as legitimate. Well, we've we've sort of conflated two things here. I just want to go back to the. I want to go back to the guy we listened to. Yeah, um, I believe that there's direct energy weapons. Okay. I believe that they're doing. It would make sense to do shit down there. Okay. In the three South ticks. Pole, and it would make sense to keep it secret. Yes, three ticks. Um The evidence. If he could prove that they turned that thing on for those two earthquakes. Yep. I would. I would be more inclined be to believe interested. that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how anyone had to ever prove no, that. No, that's the issue. It's like, it's it's a double-edged sword. Because he, kno- he knows... he's a bullshit artist, he, can, he, he knows he can say... Because he can retroactively go back and yeah. say, oh, it was one in September and one in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also yeah. he could say, hey, guys, what do you want me to do? I'm in the most remote, hostile environment on planet Earth. Yeah. Are you, how, how do you want me... What, do you want me to what? To, uh, film me working... 13 years ago when I didn't really think much of maybe and there's the other thing in his defense he probably just it was just if he did go there and he was like a a tradesman contractor at a, a scientific site which is dual use between maybe some environmental thing and some military thing I mean you know at that point maybe for him it was just a job yeah you know it's just a job and he probably maybe didn't think much of it um so why is he? Why is he sort of? What's he doing now? It was so long ago. What's he playing at? Well, he maybe he's. But I, I don't think this guy's just come out of the woodwork now. 
I think he's been saying this for years. Okay. But I, I think this is now on record. And apparently, with these so-called whistleblowers that are all coming out, they are then providing documentation to Congress... And then, from then on, they... Congress they, can approve money for... Well, Congress are going to... Well, for more money for these black sites. Well, no, I think I think there's people... I think there are Congress people in the States. There are... You know you know how it works. There are guys that are literally like... That do want to get... It's not like they're all Nancy Pelosi lizard people. No. There are people that are like, we want to know what is going on with these black sites and do we have crashed UFOs? Like... You know, if I was a congressman of Idaho, you know, I'd be, you know, I'd be starting a select committee for. Uh, yeah, and you'd 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 hit a brick wall. With yeah, that's, class, with classified that documents. seems what happens every time. Yeah, which then to me tells me they've got it. <laughs> this is the whole thing. That's why I feel like I'm seventy to eighty percent certain that they've got these crafts and they've had them for a long time. It's like on the Roswell newspaper. Yeah, I believe. I day believe one, you know, you know what happened day one. You know, day one of the newspaper, you know what it said. They'd recovered a disc, and then all of a sudden, people are seeing discs. But then, day later, they went to meet with the the commander, and then all of a sudden, it's a weather balloon. And then we're sitting with the weather balloon like tinfoil, and they're like, "Okay, this is a new story," and they're all smiling in the photo. Yeah, this is a new story. You know, so you know, I don't know. I think they've probably had one at least since 1947. And then David Grush claims that the first modern retrieval was in 1933 in Italy. And they retrieved a bell-shaped one. What 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 doesn't concern me but confuses me yep. is I think they have technology. I think they have crazy military technology that we... Don't even know about, like you've talked about. I know about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, they don't use it. No, they use it. No, 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 they don't, they don't use it in war. Well, no, they can't. They can't use it in war because if they use that in war, then the, then the game is up. Then everyone's like, hold on a minute. How are you powering that thing? And why am I driving? Why am I putting fucking petroleum? So, then, so then war is absolutely a racket. It was just exactly why they're keeping all this shit a secret. That's what Smedley Butler said. Yeah. War is a racket, and it is. Like, all of, all of it. So you can, but, but what, you can I see why they would keep it in budget. Like, if someone is in power in a country and... But those people aren't in power, though. No, they, they're not, are they? They're not, no. no. That's a, there's a deep state, and, you know, the Russia will have a deep state, China will have a deep state. You know, so there's... So like, what, what, okay, is it... Yeah. <laughs> if... If just say Russia um, let off all their nukes, yeah, worldwide, yeah, can America can one of these black sites push a button and Maybe. nullify all that? Maybe because they well, they should have the technology to do you, that. You you will be even though you're not like a buff, but you are somewhat familiar with the literature. You are familiar with the claimed. Um, Links between nuclear weapon sites and UFO sightings. Yep. Like there's the famous case with Maelstrom Air Force Base, where multiple. Because I think it's all it's all technology that we know. It's all nuclear. It's all you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, none the, of it's off world. The the interesting thing that maybe some people don't know about Roswell is the Roswell incident. Well, at the time, the 
in Roswell was the only nuclear power, nuclear armed um, wing in the world. Like, I think it was the 501st. That was, that, that was the, that was the squadron that dropped the bombs on Japan. On Japan. They were based in Roswell. So the the story in ufology has been is the one of the narratives that runs through it is the link between and it's even even the link between um, the Trinity site and the first time humans the apes let off a nuke and then the people tie that to when the UFO sightings went skyrocketed so. You know, there's all we can go. You can go a million ways. I mean, this is you get. There's a lot of books written. There's a lot of, people, <laughs> there's a lot, of com, a lot of UFO conferences you go to, but the uptick and it is a strange anomaly that there's that thing around Roswell. Roswell. Did I just call it Roswell? Roswell. Roswell. Roswell was yeah. Like I say, the the the, the claims are yeah. The the UFOs, whoever's in control of them, like there there's there's probably the, like the universe would have it. There's probably benevolent UFOs. There's probably malevolent UFOs. And then there's probably Earth UFOs. I think that's probably that's probably my case. I think the benevolent UFOs are probably the ones that hover over a nuclear base, if that is true, which, you know, you know I would say probably is. You would say, yeah, I need some evidence. But, um... So Sean Johnson gets smacked in the face on the weekend. Absolutely, has to go. Has to go off. Hia. I had him, I had him as an anytime try scorer. Has so to go off. I was shocked when he got that Fucking a couple of minutes to go, and he's yep. just dying to get back out there. Yeah. And how was that intercept? Uh, the sig. So are we wrapping up UFOs? <laughs> I was happy because I thought my Sean Johnson anytime try scorer. That was pretty good. Was kaput. Oh, I didn't think he was coming back. Well, yeah, I didn't think he'd come back on either. That was um, that was uh, that was really rubbing salt in the wound. And he did the uh, Michael Witt, the biggest laugh, and then Michael Witt put down. Michael Witt put down. But there wasn't too much of a risk of anyone. No, or it, the game was not on the line. Hope, I hope he was laughing at Corey Horsburgh. Uh, same. That guy is just. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's a Queenslander. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so wrapping up. Um, um. I I so want to believe. I know you do. I See, just, I just, I just all, believe. all these guys I who just, believe. all these guys who just come out in public and go on shows and what do you, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to pull the Polaroid out in the hangar? You know, they can't exactly do that. I just, I, I just, I know it gives them some deniability. But yeah, but just the the thought of coming out with something if you can't actually prove it is is so bizarre to me. It's a, it's, it's a hard thing to prove. Yeah, like you know, like yeah, well, you, you, you know, they. I like, would never. I would. I don't think I'd ever say. Like come out and you would sort be of telling say you something. would tell me. I would tell you for sure. Know, but be... I'm not. Go- I'm not going to tell the public. Maybe through this forum, but um, <laughs> we did, we did, <laughs> yeah, I'm not just going to scream from the rooftops. Oh, the, I was this and I saw this and this happened. Well, if there's no evidence, well, that's well, easy. maybe the evidence is coming. Like you said, if he's just come out, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe that we. I suppose. Like I'm not holding my breath though. I, I will be honest. I'm not holding my breath because I just I don't trust the. I tr- one thing I do trust the U.S. government to do is cover it up. Like these guys could be somewhat legit, right? They could have a legitimate experience, 
but they'll just be crushed under bureau- uh, of black op- black world bureaucracy. Yeah. Which is probably the most powerful thing in the world. Um, who was I listening to recently? Like, have you heard of Diana? Are you familiar with Diana Pasolka? No. So she is a US, she's a proper scholar. So she wrote a book, I believe, with Jacques Vallée called American Cosmic. And it's all about, um, she's been on, has she been on Rogan? Diana Walsh Pasolka. She's interesting. Um, Diana Walsh Pasolka is an American writer and professor of religious studies at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, and chair of the Department of Philosophy and Religion. So she went fucking deep dive on UFOs, coming from a totally non-whack job place yep. as a scholar. Be meaning to read the book. By all accounts, it's fucking, it's the, it's really good. So, um, yeah, her take is um, apparently uh, I heard something that day. She was actually um, she was granted like because she's a a scholar. She was granted access to the Vatican. This is the big thing. Yeah, you know, do you know much about the uh, the alleged Vatican libraries? No. Ah. I've heard stories about the Vatican libraries, man. Apparently, that's where all the shit is. Uh, you know, that's where all the shit is, Tim. That's where we need to get. Diana Pixolka went in there and she was writing that book. I don't know how they keep that, they keep a lid on what's down there, but that's where it all is. They, those fuckers keep it all on the DL, way. That's where we, that's where we need to go, mate. But Pixolka. But are they just stories? Like they obviously, like you think of the Bible, right? I think her, her take is that it's. She calls it the Invisible College. That's who she said controls the flow of information. It's all you know. You've you've heard of you've heard of Majestic Twelve and that. You know all about that, eh? No. Yeah, Magic Twelve, the Majestic Twelve. Oh. No. I mean, I suppose you're not steeped in the folklore. No. So the Majestic Twelve, that is the original group, who the twelve U.S. high level black. The deep state guys that um that were that that started the we're gonna keep a lid on this, you know they went through what they go through they went through blue book grudge these are all the you know these are all the U S um these are all the U S um um they are all the studies that the U S government in air quotes did. When, when it all started popping off back in the 40s and 50s and 60s. There was all, there was the cover-up, right? And the Majestic 12 is... Um, they, that was the original group. Um, what does it say? Not that you... You certainly don't want to go to Wikipedia for it, right? But we are going to. <laughs> Majestic 12, also known as MJ12 for short, is a purported organization that appears in UFO conspiracy theories. The organization is claimed to be the codename of the alleged secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed in 1947 by an executive order by US President Harry S. Truman to facilitate the recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. Um, the concept originated in a series of supposed... See, this is what they always do. Supposedly leaked secret government documents first circulated by ufologists in 1984. Um, but surprise, surprise, Tim. 
Do you know what the if the Federal Bureau of Investigation say about them? They don't exist. No, that they're completely bogus. So, you know, you can sleep well tonight knowing that the FBI <laughs> are telling you that Majestic 12 is completely bogus. But the alleged members are, they've got the 12 members here, and, you know, fuck, I've never heard of, well, I've heard of Hoyt Vandenberg. The rest of them, never heard of them. Lloyd Berkner, Detlev Bronk, what a name. Oh, here's, here's one. Vannevar Bush, now is he... What does Vannevar Bush's do? What's his deal? I don't think he's a Bush Bush. He's um, he is Manhattan Project. Um, Gordon Gray, Roscoe Hillen Cotter, Jerome Hunsacker. Fuck their weird names back in the day. Donald Mizzel, Robert Montague, Sydney Sowers, Nathan F. Twining, and Hoyt Hoyt Vandenberg. Now Vandenberg is a name I know because. Vandenberg is, he had an Air Force base named after him. And he, that's where they launch the secret space shit. So everyone knows Cape Canaveral and all that. Yep. But the Vandenberg, which is in Northern California, that's where they launch the shit. So NRO, NSA, all the secret shit, that gets launched out of Vandenberg. It's 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 all you know. It's secret, secret but not secret. <laughs> like you can you can probably watch a rocket launch from a long way away from Vandenberg, but they're not saying, oh yeah, we're, that the payload is X Y Z. You don't know the payload. They could be launching who knows into space from there. So Vandenberg's definitely on the radar. But anyway, I mean that's the thing. It's just you know, you yeah you you could go down a rabbit hole of Majestic Twelve, but then the FBI will tell you that. It's total bullshit. It's bogus. It's bogus, mate. But also, you know, I mean, <laughs> they also will tell you there's terror plots. Um, oh, there's all, I mean, there's all manner of shit the FBI are saying is going on. But um, so I, I, I think it, what it comes down to is I pretty much don't believe anyone unless they're standing in front of me. How do you amuse? How do you, what do you amuse yourself with? Well, I just don't, I, like, I just, I just don't care. What do you do for amusement? I just don't care. Like, if you're watching YouTube, what are you watching? What are you watching? Come on. Um, fuck, whether it, I don't know, maybe like skateboarding. Okay. Or. It doesn't even exist, bro. Or maybe <laughs> I might listen to music. <laughs> Boring. Not the Beastie Boys. <laughs> oh, now, I've got to go. I think I'm going to start giving you an album a week. <laughs> um. Can I give you... I've already thought of this week's album. Okay, what have we got? Um, so Last week's was a bit of a fucking dud. It was the week before. I felt bad. Last week I should have given you your homework for the week. So you've not Well, really... you sort of did. You you went into Wings, oh, you uh, didn't like among wings, other though. things. You didn't like Wings at all. Um, so you weren't that familiar with MF Doom, were you? No. No, okay. So that's good. That works because this is what I need. This is what I need is I need um, things you're not familiar with. So... I'm going to recommend to you MF Doom, and the album's called Mmm Food. Mmm Food? Mmm Food. Okay, I'll so 2004, can I just play my favourite song off the album, and you can you can listen, and then you can tell me if you think it's similar to you your stance on UFOs, or you actually like it. Okay, go. And then, But aside from this track, 
I'm going to ask you to listen to it start to finish a couple of times. And, and then next week, Report or back. on the poor man's feed, next poor man's feed, you can tell us what you think. Uh, I'll play my favorite track, and then we'll go to um, and then we'll go to um, sport, and it's going to be brief. Nice. And then we'll get the fuck out of here. Okay, this is my favorite song off food, <laughs> and it's called "Rap Snitch Knishes featuring Mr. Fantastic. You like the sound of that? Who's Mr. Fantastic? Sitting in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Uh, rap snitches, telling all their business. Sitting in the court and be their own star witness. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years. Type profile low, like eight and paid in full. Attract heavy cash, cut the games and triple. Mr. Fantastic, long go like elastic. Got my life between clocks that's made out of plastic. Talk to me, Tim. Um, we haven't even got to we haven't even got to MF MF Doom's uh, verse yet. FYI, oh, is that not MF Doom? No, that's Mr. Fantastic. Okay, now tell me your initial. I'm not. I'm not loving the music. Okay, you don't like the music. No. Well, you're in for a real treat with the MF Doom. Because you know me, I don't like, I'm one of those guys. Like, I don't like Jay-Z, Eminem, Snoop. I don't like any of that. Yeah, neither. I, 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 don't, I don't mind Eminem. I don't, I've never really listened to Jay-Z. I've never really listened to Snoop. I don't like All Illuminati I don't confirmed. like Snoop. All Illuminati I've never, I've They never, all fly around on UFOs. I've never listened to Tupac. I've never listened to Biggie. I don't mind Park. I don't mind Biggie. But I'm not like, I'm, some people are crazy. Some people have a photo of them in their house. Yeah. Like a, a an artwork. I, I couldn't give a. I, I yeah. I like I, I like a couple of their songs, but um. Anyway, are you should we should we what about get to MF? Do you want to get to MF? What does MF mean? Uh, I think it's Middle Face. Ah, oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. You, you you've got to go down the rabbit hole with MF Doom. So you know he's dead. He's not alive anymore. Allegedly. No, I didn't know that. But so he, it's, you probably it's, told it's me. an it's it's an alter ego. So he. He wears a middle, you know, the MF Doom mask. No. You don't know, you know nothing about MF Doom. No. Oh, mate, you're in for a treat. Like, there's a whole, he's a whole character. It's like, um. Does he rap in normal face? And then. No, uh, he used to when he was with another group. Yeah. Which was called, I can't remember. His name's, is it Daniel? Is it, his surname's Dumalay. What's his first name? He died uh, a year or two ago and he died in a. Yeah, it's a mate. He is an if even if you don't like the music, if you look into the 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 the, the character of MF Doom and it's 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 a it's a different world. Like he he yeah, he did some weird shit over the years. Like he would sometimes not go to gigs and get other people to wear a mask and do the gig, and he used to fuck. But he used to do crazy shit. He's a crazy dude. And he died and didn't tell any. Like he died, and then wasn't for months later that it come out that he. I remember was dead. you telling me that now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think, should... we, I think we talked about it. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to the get to the get to the flow. 
So you don't like the guitars? No. Where's the beat? I just can't. The guitars just ruining it. What yeah. about the flow? Do you like yeah, the, the flow's flow? alright. Yeah. Even if it's coming up. He's got a particular style. You're about to hear it. His, he's got. I might just say something. Is this him here? His word, like you've, you got to listen to a lot. His, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, his, like, his word play is. You've really. He's getting a lot of information out. Okay. Like you nearly need to read the lyrics. Okay. It's pretty crazy. I do like music like that. Is there a version of that song without that fucking guitar? Maybe. It'll be a remix, bruh. Yeah. I like his voice. He's got a good voice. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? That guy sucks. You know, like Mr. Fantastic. Nah. Do you know that even Mr. Fantastic is a bit of an anomaly? Like he has people on that just are on the album, and then you know Never you don't hear much from them, and not because you know, but but yeah. So that's the third to last track on that album. That that album come out too. So the album's mm, food. Mm, food. Okay. It's it's definitely not your it's not your run of the mill hip hop like yeah you're either a weirdo and you're not really a weirdo that's the thing you're not a weird guy no like you don't like UFOs you don't like weird music you 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 kind of you you you're very you're 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 nearly roast beef pretty much so you're I'm roast beef and that's good we need roast beef I'm fucking I don't know I'm like a some weird meal. Weird, strange meal, but I like the meal. Yeah, but it's not. It's not for everyone. No, it's definitely not. It'll probably give you food poisoning. <laughs> well, some people it would, and some people are like, I like this, mm, this meal. Is the best shit I've ever but had. But if I give you, but you're like, I don't like that. I don't like that that food you're serving up, Joel. Um. So okay. So so that's this week's man. I just want to play you. I just want to play you songs that I know you won't like. <laughs> you like, might. You might stump me though. You might come across some. I, that... I was listening to my chill mix today. Oh fuck! And and every song that come on, I'm like, I'm gonna play this for Tim tonight. But like now, I can't think of. Are you a fan of Mac DeMarco? Never you, heard of you it. You will Never not be a fan of Mac DeMarco. In fact. I'm just going out of limb say you won't like Mac DeMarco. Is, it's it, a, a, is it a band or a guy? He's or a, a guy with a band. Okay. But it's like lo-fi music. Like, you will fucking hate it. You hate it. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't be doing this to you. Put you it won't, on. You won't like it. No, you're going to hate it. It's it's like real. It's the sort of music I'd put on on a Sunday morning when I'm eating my ciabatta, butter, drinking my coffee and looking at a war zone. But I want to lighten the mood. So I'll put on, um, I'll put on Mac DeMarco. Are you really ready for this, Tim? Yep, let's go. Chill me out. This is so chilled out, bro. Tim's got his eyes shut. He's run. Uh, I think he likes it. Uh, maybe not. 
<laughs> you gotta wait for the vocals. <laughs> wait for it. It's a slow burner. Like, I've got equal worst bands ever, and you, that's probably up there. You have no chill, eh? You have I no chill. I know. I, I not for that. That that doesn't chill me out whatsoever. What about um? That's do you like Thundercat? Are you a Thunder, Are you a Thundercat fan? What's Thundercat? You like Thundercat? Thundercat's the no Thundercat, the music producer. Black I, don't, guy. I don't know what Thundercat is. Do you, do you so? Do you want to listen? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, this could be really good. Starting all right. Bit of bass. You like that? You're gonna hate the vocals. I already know you're gonna hate the vocals. That's the sad thing, but that's okay. You like this? This isn't bad. <laughs> this I'm, is, I'm relaxing. This is Sunday morning stuff for me. I listen to this on Sunday morning. I listen to this in the car. Turn that off. So you, you, what sort of vocals do you want? Not that. <laughs> now, do you know there's a sped up version of this that I like even more? Really? Do you want me to play it? Fuck yeah. Okay, I'll play the sped up version. It might be better. Um, oh no, the sped up version sounds like chipmunk, but I love it. I, I just think maybe it's, it um, would sound better. Um, speed up. Where are we? Uh, here we go. Speed up, then changes. Oh, it's better already. You ready? But let me play the vocals. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> Tim's up feet. That's you. You're up feet. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for the vocals. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's hold, hold on, hold on. Like that is substantially better. It's that, all it is is a sped up movie. I know. This I know. Is like I don't know, thirty-three to yeah. forty-five. Yeah. I just. Slow. I don't know. Sounds like a chipmunk, though, but it's okay. I only like slow songs if they're sad. Mr. Marco's pretty sad. No, the music. The music's not sad enough, though. Okay, not sad enough. Okay. No, like the lyrics and the music have to be sad. Okay, listen. This is my favorite new thing to play. Is is um, (laughs) introducing Tim to weird music. I don't want that. Well, it's not really. It's Um, not really. uh, What about? uh, Are you familiar with (laughs) Kate Renata? Nah, never heard of. Okay, we'll try this one. Okay. Bear in mind, this is all the chill mix. Yeah. This is alright, I don't mind this. I just like the drums. I think Mitz will like this. I don't. I would rather this shit without lyrics. Is there lyrics in this? I don't think this song has lyrics, eh? Hey? I don't think it does. Yeah, no, this, this song doesn't have lyrics. But do you ever just sit around and chill out and listen to music? Well, not really. Not really you. Um, yeah. Yep. Not very, not very often. What about in your unnamed truck? Yeah. Um, what do you listen to with the truck? Do you like the little piano? Okay, so you don't, you don't not like this. You're okay with this. 
It's is it a bit of violin? Is a violin? It's not egregious. It's a violin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but like, I like, I don't like it. When would you listen to this? I would never listen. So to So you this. would never listen to it. Never. So in traffic, when you want to stay calm, I would. I would rather turn. I'd just. You rather listen to Nolly Tyres? Yep. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 okay, that concludes uh, introducing Tim to weird music. Yeah, you've got to do better. Well, that's just my chill mix. Okay. So that's just chill. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really listen to chill music. No, you don't. No. no, no. So I have so many different. Um, main. Yeah. Do you um, do you have you heard of the band called War? Do you no. like War? They're like a seventies sort of funk band. I you, don't think I like any music. You would from know. The you 70s. would know this song. I tell you what. You'll know this song. Okay. Go. You'll know this song. You'll know this song. <laughs> I think we've got a winner No I don't like this You don't like this no. oh, I think it's funny It's more like a novelty song Yeah that's, that's what I, that's what I like Yeah it. yeah. I like the little horns um, So you wouldn't listen to this? No nah, fuck no <laughs> <laughs> Oh man What have I got for Tim? What a, he had to play me some songs um, oh man, I could just, I could blow your brains out with some real, you'd just hate it, eh? Are you like Steely Dan? Are you a Steely Dan fan? Like, like classic I, I, rock? I I don't mind that that sort of music. Um, I would never listen to it though. Yep, okay. You like Pink Floyd? I like, I, I really do like, um, what's the, what's one of their Money? most famous songs? Money? Nah, don't like that song. <laughs> um, fuck, they got so many. Uh, Wish you were here. Okay, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, but I love when I love another version of it okay. that they don't do. Do you the live version? Uh, no. Do no. you? Are you? What about? Are you familiar with Danny Brown? He's been on Joe Rogan. Um, a hip rapper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know who he is. You know, I don't know if you'd like him. No, I don't. You don't. Do you like his music? No. Nah. No, nah, I didn't think you would. So basically, all the hip hop I like, you just don't like. Do you like Freddie Gibbs though? Yeah, he's alright. You know my Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, he's alright. You like Thuggin? I don't re- like. You know, like Thuggin? The song. You know Thuggin? Uh, do I know that song? I don't know. Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. If I'm wanted to feel tough. Yeah. It's a bit slow for you, eh? Like I, I like his voice. Yeah. Um, you don't like the music. The music just could it just be the fact that's coming out of an iPhone nah, speaker? No, 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 no. It's definitely not that. It just the music. There's something about it. It just makes me yeah, want to fucking funny, it? like, jump off a building. It's funny. I kind of just went down a path. Like, I suppose. I suppose I just went my own way. 
Because like like you guys and it's but I like punk too and I like heavy I like metal but I just don't listen to it much anymore. But once I moved to the city, I just started listening to all that shit. Yeah, you know, it's just the way I went. Mm. And yeah, because I, I like I remember going out to gigs and everyone's like, "Oh, this fucking music's awesome!" And if <laughs> you know, like, no, and I, and clearly, like, no, <laughs> it was it was like, and clearly, when you get fucked up, it is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But the music I like is even better when I'm fucked up as well. Yeah, totally. So it's like, you know, <laughs> any music would be good then. Um, and everyone's like, oh, fuck, you know, I just remember going to a few gigs and people would be handing out CDs and be like, fuck, yeah, man. And it, and it was awesome during the night. And yep. then I'd take it home and put it on and go, this is the biggest load of fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would never listen to this. What about, um, not high. last song, this is one of my, this is one of my favourites at the moment, um, <laughs> Is are you familiar with Herbie Hancock? Nope. Okay. Okay. Herbs. Um, now this is one of my favourites at the moment, and this is this is the last one. Then we'll do sport. Then we're out of here. We've already gone on too long. Okay. <laughs> I, I do like this. I'm just putting this on because I know you'll be yeah, like, yeah, "What like, is this?" Is that? fucking no, listen, listen. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Eva and I laugh so much to the song. We just we just think it's so funny because it is. Give it a chance, mate. <laughs> we love it. I love this. Well, I put this on in the car and even I just laugh. You're so, you're so white, Tim. <laughs> Tim ain't black. <laughs> He's white. <laughs> That's about it, mate. Is that it? It doesn't get much more than this. There's a little... Nobly tires all the way. <laughs> so you're not a fan of Herbie? No, sorry, Herbs. He's uh-huh. a he's a very he's probably one of the world's most, well in in the you know sort of black music funk. He's big on the keys. Like most people, are like oh Herbie Hancock. He's so would people pay to go see him play? Oh yeah, Herbie Hancock. To really, f- Herbie Hancock is um. That's like a, that. Just seems like a kid with a fucking some sort of oh my little God, computer Tim. program people at home. Muse, muso people will be um, Herbie Hancock. They should be ashamed of themselves Herbie about Hancock. promoting this, that. I'll read you the blurb on Herbie Hancock. Um, uh, where are we? Herbie Hancock is an American jazz pianist, keyboardist, band leader, and composer. Hancock started his career with trumpeter. Donald Byrd's group. He shortly thereafter joined the Miles Davis Quintet, where he helped to redefine the role of a jazz rhythm section and was one of the primary architects of the post-bop sound. In in the 1970s, Hancock experimented with jazz fusion funk and electro styles using a wide array of synthesizers and electronics. He was... It was during this period that he released perhaps his best-known and most influential influential album, 
headhunters. So Harold's Herbie's eighty three now. So this dude is was around back in the day, and in his time he would have been, you know, still shit, king shit of fuck mountain. <laughs> um, but you must know. Well, actually, no, you don't know. You don't know. Um, so probably his most well known song is Rocket, but it's spelt um, R I C K I T. But you would have heard the sample multiple places. I mean, this is like, this is like hip hop, like when hip hop was, like this would have been when they just started doing breakbeats in hip hop. So wait for the, wait for the synth, the synth solo. We're not even there yet. You've got to understand, this is a different time. Like this is the 70s. So back in the 70s, this would have been like, you would have been on cocaine at Studio 54. You would have been rocking to this. Woo! Tim is rocking. He's not. So would people people actually listen to I love this. I love this. This is like 1970s synthesizers, eh? It's just like... You drum machine. A little bit of a scratch. I don't mind the old scratch. But this is like back in the day. Okay, it doesn't we, make it better. We've got to do sport. Uh, well, it doesn't make it better, but it's kind of like for the time. For the time. Um... Be interested to see if we get any feedback. I reckon we'll get like a 50-50 split, maybe 60-40 split. People think your music's shit? Well, not shit. I think most, but everyone's like, I, I see. The, people, like, lots of people do like chill music. The thing is, though, I don't think, there, there's not too much music that I think is shit, shit. There's not too much music. Like, I can accept anyone that listens to music with, Guitars and drums. Yeah, listen to me. What a wanker! You know any bands? As long as it's not, as long as we don't get too far into like Creed or Hootie and the Blowfish or Maroon no, Five. That's as long too, as yeah. Any sort of punk, even if it's pop punk, I can kind of tolerate it. I can see it. Most hip hop, most what people would call dance, like any. You know, right up to any dance music genre, nearly I could get into. I think you need to. I think you need to hit me with some of that shit. Oh, we could go down a. We, I mean, dance. I like, think you. I think that's I the might, music. I of, think I might surprise you on what I like with that shit. Okay, interesting. Because I was more drum and bass when I was right into it. So yeah. Do you, are you how familiar are you with drum and bass? Not at all. Oh wow, we. Next, next free free feed. We're gonna. I couldn't. T- I couldn't tell we're you. Gonna, we'll go down a drum and bass bang. Well, in my opinion, it's it's hard. You do that. Do that because there's so many bangers. But we'll I go, couldn't even tell. I couldn't. It's gonna be hard on an iPhone speaker though. But we'll no, do. We'll, we'll do our best. But I couldn't really tell you what drum and bass is. <laughs> I love it. It's like, so good. It's I like having like a, it's all, like, all it's electronic like music. A, um, it's like you're an alien. Yeah. And it's like you're like I, you're I, in a human avatar, <laughs> and you've just been like. You've just been Star Trek beamed down to Earth, and you're like, fuck. Okay, shit, it's hard to learn all this. I'm not familiar with music on Earth. I'm, this is, I'm coming in, I'm coming in like, like, um, 
you're coming in totally empty. I, I could, you're... I could, like, if you played me like the cl- a classic early drum and bass song, I'd probably, I could probably say it was drum and bass. Okay, but all those other electronic <coughs> music genres, I couldn't distinguish really one from the other. Um, I mean, this is a real, this is a good lead-in. This is a good lead-in for you. This is more in the, this is more in the sort of more mellow end of drum and bass. This is Ronnie's size brown paper bag. This is not, this is not really drum and bass. You're going out and like getting tote, like you would, you, you would go out and drop a disco biscuit and go see Ronnie's size and then pump it up at a live gig for you. But this is more the... This is one end of drum and bass, right? Okay. And then at the other end is like... It, it goes... You know... That's probably... The other end is probably the end you would like. Yeah, I don't like this end. But it hasn't even started yet. Oh, okay. Because these songs go for like seven minutes and this is like an intro. And then there'll be... You know... The break beats will start. And then you'll just be like... This is really repetitive. And that's what it is, I suppose. Yeah. But we'll wait for the beat. We'll wait for the beat. Tell you what, this is probably this song probably came in the early 2000s, and I always loved the video to it for its day. Okay. Maybe on YouTube, go to Ronnie Size Brown Paper Bag, and I've remember. Heard Ronnie, I've heard of Ronnie Size before. Yeah, you you may have even been to see him one night, and you wouldn't have even known. <laughs> you probably you could have been. He would have come to. I've seen, you know you talk about Slipknot. I've yeah. seen Slipknot live. Are they good? Um. Yeah, they put on a really good show. Yeah. I don't like. I didn't know any songs, though. Yeah. Okay, we're nearly at the end of the intro here, Tim. We're nearly at the end of the intro, mate. they got to build into this shit, mate. My drive's almost over. You, you can drive all the way to a hoker on this. Just on this, just on this loop. Hit it like the double bass. Don't mind it. We're about to we're about to we're about to go up a couple of not, notches here. We're about to go up a couple of notches, mate. You ready? Hold on to your seat, Tim. This is the end of the song, ready? Nearly to be patient, Tim. Oh, my, I can't. Yeah, I could tell you that was drum and bass if I heard So that's drum and bass, yeah. yeah. So, so you know drum and bass? Yeah. Okay, good. We've got a bass line. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so <laughs> that is fucking, this is terrible. So you, but if, the irony of, and I was thinking about this today, this is how funny this is. I was thinking about this at work today. I was like, some of this music Tim will hate. But if Tim had a disco biscuit and we were at a gig with a sound system and you're on a disco biscuit, you'd you would be you'd be jump you would be jumping around like a lunatic. I know you would. Bear in mind, this is the worst way to listen to music. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. like if we had this on a decent sound nah, system. Nah, just that strange little bit in the background. You know, like the double bass. That noise. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you don't like that. I don't like that. That just fucking. What about the? What about the? What about the? Um, repetitive drum beat. 
yeah, it's so fast that it sort of goes on to the next thing, and it's sort of you know. Can you pick? Can you pick a bit of it and just go? No. With no, your that, eyes shut. Just fucks me. This it's, is. It's like a. It's like. This is my mellow lead in for drum bass for you. Okay, it needs to be heavier than that. Okay, well I've got a I've got a band for you, which is which is um not so much. It's the Aussies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you might like this. This could be. You could hate this too. We can play this game all night. Uh, what about um? It is what about midnight. This one? It is midnight. What about this one? <laughs> It's better than the last one already. You like this already? More than well, the last no, I don't one. like it, but it's better than the last one already. <laughs> I hate it, but I hate it yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. This is like fucking 15, 20 years old. Okay. Now, don't be racist. <laughs> no racism. So you like those Jamaican Jar Rastafaro vibes? Or not? Not really. Okay, you don't like that? Okay, you ready? This one goes up way quicker. Is he chick singing? No, this is a Jamaican dude. Yeah, no, this one goes up way quicker. You ready? They don't fuck around. Yeah, that's way better. You ready? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's straight, way so, better. So if you're in a big sound system, yeah, you're yeah. on you're on the disco bickies, this you're is, melting down yeah, at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is way this is like one hundred times better than the first one. Yeah. So I like the whole gamut of it. Okay. I like the full gamut of drum and bass from the real mellow jazzy shit yeah. to this shit. Yeah. I like that Yeah, okay, that's way I think, better. I think so. I think that's way better. I think we come to the conclusion is Tim likes Hard out music, pretty much. You're a hard out guy. You're like an understated. Whereas, yeah, like I, I see. I think I think I've got a I've got a theory that I'm quite a crazy lunatic guy. Yeah. So I need chilled out music all the time. Yep. And you're calm, and I think sometimes you just need to be like, yeah, I need to add myself up. Yeah, you need to add yourself up. That's yeah. I think that's what we've. I think that's the paradox. But it's here. not. It's not a conscious thing. No. It's. Uh, it's. Yeah. It's. Because. <laughs> because I don't. Yeah. I don't know. This is fucking weird, man. <laughs> it's not weird. It's. It's. It's just. Everyone's different. Like. Yeah. Like but you're on the right track. Like you. You could play me music. Oh, you'll be like, this is fucking. No, but garbage. see, I probably won't be. But I, I will probably say, I've never heard this song in my life. That, that's yeah. the most likely outcome. You'll for, Oliver Stone for every, me, yeah. For every, oh, have you listened to that? No, you've never you've heard got, of it. <laughs> you've, you've got to listen to it, man. It's so funny. Oliver Stone just saying, Joe. No, I've never heard of it. Um, uh, oxygen, never heard of it. Like water, nah, never heard of it, mate. Right, uh, uh, sport lightning round. Uh, Warriors versus Canberra ambush. What was your take? Fucking, I was so impressed. Was so it the happy. best game of the year? Was that better than the Sharks game? I don't know if it I mean, it was... Because the Sharks was the big turnaround, wasn't it? The Sharks... People were talking... That's the, look, and I totally get why they think the Warriors game versus the Raiders, the ambush on Croker's 300th was the best game the Warriors have played. But let's not forget the Sharks game. That Sharks game, they were down. They got four tries to one in the first half. or And they yeah. come back, and it was a real – that was a good comeback. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to give them tied. I'm tying them for the two best games of the season. Yeah. I, yeah. Fuck, that's so tough. Because the Sharks, obviously, for 20 minutes of that game, was not a good game at all. 
No. Because they scored no. a shitload of points. We were shit in the first 20. Yeah. Whereas in the in the Canberra game... We were was, good the whole it game. It was exactly... I, I don't want to be acting like I'm the Rugby League Oracle or anything, but I had a feeling... Like, some games I've been worried about the Warriors. Yep. I had a feeling that we were... I just think... I think Ricky Stewart and... and the, I think they pumped that Croker game up too much. Like, Croker should have played the week before yep, when they beat the Tigers. They fucked I know it it's easy to say that, but they pumped it up too much. And I, they set him up to fail. And I've heard, I've heard, I heard the boys on this Warriors life saying uh, maybe with that Sam Hewitt dude from Sins. It was like that. Maybe we're assuming that Webster just said, "Look, boys, if you can soak up everything these guys throw at you, and leave nothing out there in the first half, you know, the first half or the first thirty or the first first half, you will steamroll them in the second. And I mean, it's easier to say that because that's what happened, but that's what the... like it felt like that was going to happen. It felt like Canberra threw everything at them and really got nothing. It was 8-6 at half time. And that try that... That was we, tinny fucking bounce of the ball try. Tinny, and then that dumb fucking penalty on Dallin where they got the penalty and kicked that over with Horsborough before half time. That was stupid. But in the second half, the old we can use a rugby league cliche and say, Canberra didn't leave the sheds at half time, mate. They, no. didn't, they didn't get out on the field. They were not there. Um, so I think like, so people talk about, you know, beating teams like, so I don't know if the Sharks have beaten the team in the top eight this year. No, so know. we've beaten, we've at least we've beaten the Sharks. We've beaten the Dolphins, although they're not in the top eight anymore, but they were when we beat them. Yep. So we've beaten three teams in the top eight so far. And really we're only narrowly beaten by Penrith, the, the Storm Roosters. and the Roosters. And one thing that people, it probably gets a bit of mention, but compared to the Sharks got pasted on the weekend, the yep. Raiders have been pasted, the Roosters have been pasted. We the have Storm have been pasted. The Storm have been pasted. You know who hasn't been pasted once this year? The Waz. I don't think... We, guess who's got the lowest... I think we're the lowest. We've got one point, of the best defences. Points against. I think we might have nearly... The, like No, the, Penrith, the, sorry, Penrith, Penrith have. We're yeah. second, I think. But I think the only teams that haven't been pasted, I could be wrong, but it's... Us, well, I should have put us first, but... Parramatta have not. Parramatta definitely have. have or, they're, they're not even in the eight. Yeah, I know, but their points differential is yeah, better than they're ours. they're one of those weird ones. Whereas, i tell you what was gutting was the fact that you know how the Sharks got that consolation try versus the Storm on the weekend? If they hadn't scored that, we would have jumped the Sharks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're two, plus two above us, which is annoying. It's really annoying. I, I was watching, I was keeping tally of the score. The and I was like, right, we need to beat the bikes amount. And I was so gutted. And also, the Storm could have scored with like a minute to go and they knocked it on. Yeah. Tarek, yep. Tarek, Tarek Sims knocked it on. Anyway, um, yeah, it's only, the only teams that haven't been pasted in the top eight really are us. Penrith and the Broncos. Or have the Broncos been pasted? Yeah, they. I think they got they got licked up one week. Mind you, hold on. But the fucking ti- the Tigers beat the fucking Panthers and shit. Though there's all yeah. sorts of wacky things. It's a close call. It's mate. so close. Like, but I'm actually confident. Like, you know, hey, look, maybe my fifth maybe is my looking fifth, good. Fifth's not looking bad because the top four is hard. You've got well, actually. The fucking the the. But we're in we're in we're equal third. equal third. Yeah, yeah, the sharks aren't looking that good. The raiders are looking really uh, frail. Who's in eighth at the moment? It's not the dolphins. They're out. Is it the? Is it oh, it's manly. Manly. They're up and down. 
It all depends with them. If 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 Turbo stays, if Turbo can barely, you know, if he stays fit, maybe. Yeah. But they got some good players. I mean, they have got the superstar Josh Schuster, the million dollar man at standoff. <laughs> oh you God. love Josh. What, what has he done? He's done fuck all basically. <laughs> He's just I don't know. Anyway, we were. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, hey, look, I don't think it's too crazy to, you know, we're we're if I think I looked at the TAB and for the Warriors to make the eight. It's they're paying fuck all now. It's like a, I think they're paying a dollar fifty. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean I know it's really early. There's still ten rounds to go, two of which are buys. And we, we're gonna buy this weekend, don't we? We're gonna buy this weekend. Then we play the Dragons. Easy win. Well, I hate I, those banana skin games though. Banana skin. Now nah, I reckon we, we go, pace we're gonna them. pace we're them. them there though. Yeah, we're, we're gonna them pace them over in, over in uh, Aussie. Then we got the Rabbitohs the next week. We've actually got. By all accounts, we've got one of the best runs home. I don't think we play another top eight side or maybe one current top eight side. It might be Canberra again. And the Canberra game will be at Mount Smart. We come, we're, oh, we're coming home with a wet sail, mate. I love it. Um, so uh, the last thing. So this week there's no game, and which is great. Yep. Uh, no Waz game. Got the bye. So that just gives me uh, – and there's only five games this weekend. No, game, no tonight. game tonight. One game Friday, three games Saturday, one game Sunday. And then obviously we got the Origin next Wednesday. Ooh. I'm not excited. Did you see before I come here, you know who's out? Latrell's out. He's done. No surprise. No surprise. Freddie is picking injured guys. Honestly, hopefully. Graham going to play? Well, but he then he'll probably put Crichton in. I, would, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. I yeah, because Crichton was still in the I squad. I don't eh? understand how Campbell Graham can't get a game. Like, Turbo on his day, but Turbo's just, he just doesn't look right. Campbell Graham is potentially in career best form, and he's not getting in the, it's crazy. Look, the good, though, it's not a good thing, but the thing is, for next Wednesday is, I have super low expectations. Which is good. So, I'm going to get some snacks, I'm going to, I'm going to, does, like, I know this will come out after the game, but, like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I won't be going to view that game at anyone else. Oh, you're not going to someone's. Oh, uh, fuck no. There's no <laughs> way I'm watching a 1 0 down to Queensland game two at Suncorp Stadium at a um, hostile venue. No yeah. way. The only game you'll see me uh, appear at at another venue will be if the New South Wales pull a rabbit out of the hat and beat, which I think is highly unlikely, they beat Queensland at, at Suncorp. And if game three is a decider in Sydney, I will come out, the mole will come out of the hole. Okay. I hope, I, I love deciders. So yeah, I it'll, hope be, it'll be, look, I, I think Queensland will win, right? And I think that for once, you know, like Queensland, Queensland are big favourites in origin. Last time I looked, I think they were paying a buck 60 and the, and the Blues are paying 223. Like, the, the Blues just, it's the fucking Maroons will somehow turn it around about them being the under. They'll, they'll, they'll you well, know. they are, mate. They are. That just means more to them, too. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get out of here, mate. So, anyway, I, um, I think, personally, I th- but I think, I yeah, Queensland will are uh, favourites, obviously, for a reason. I think they'll probably beat the Blues, but it will be a shame if they do, because then it's. Yeah, no. the de- I, You must want them to wrap it up, though. Uh, no, you would rather there be a competition. I want them to win, but but, you, but I suppose you could. We can make the case from a Queensland perspective that you want them to win in, in, 
in enemy territory. Because oh, isn't that the best thing to do? Fuck yeah. Just like I, but well, the only option for us is to win in, in, in Sydney. Enemy, yeah. yeah, that's the only option. But so no, it's just I just because then I'm I'm less likely to watch the third one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking dead rubber. Eh, yep. I don't really care. I'd be disappointed if if it's a if Queensland won the second one, it'll be disappointing if oh, they didn't win the third it's barely, one. It's, it's, and if and if New South Wales win the third one, it's, it's like, well, who it's, gives it's a fuck? Borderline because it's so they should call it it's off. so late for us old guys. It's borderline. Yeah. Don't even bother watching game three if it's a dead rubber. Yeah. Now we we actually have the ability to predict a Warriors game before it happens because okay. this will come out before the next game, eh? So dragons, dragons, yeah. Dragons at Dragons. Okay. Uh, Waz v Dragons. What's your score prediction? This is one time we get an opportunity to predict it before bef- people will listen to us and we'll, they'll see if we're right. 34. Yeah. 're gonna really light them up I reckon yeah 3410 because bear in mind Tamari will probably probably be back Dylan Walker will probably probably be back maybe I don't maybe I don't actually know about jazz I'm gonna say it's gonna be a pasting I think it's gonna be because I, I always go conservative and I always go around your school because I usually think your school but I think I just got to break the mold I think it's gonna be um 46. 12 to oh, the Warriors. I like it. And what's your score, uh, even though this probably will happen before this comes out, what's your uh, origin score? Blues 13 plus? Nah. That's paying good 10. I'll tell you what, I, mate. I, I that's paying it, good money at the tab, mate. I want, it, I want to decide it, but uh, Queensland by 10 or something. Okay, Queensland yeah. by 10. Yeah, it's probably fair. Um, now, okay, so we've done that. So quickly, uh, we won't really bother with the other fights on the card. But Charlie Olives versus... Yeah, he looked awesome. Darush looked just... He wrapped it up pretty quick. He got taken um, down. He was on his back for a bit. Yeah. Um, Benil didn't look like he landed a punch. He looked... Like, like, I remember I see that photo of him when he was... Uh, after he'd cut weight. He looked Oh, dead. my God. He looked awful. He looked yeah. terrible. But <laughs> even in, even in Charlie Olives' guard, he couldn't really get anything off. Like, yep. um, he was moving around. He was dodging those punches. He was doing really good. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it is about Charlie, but I just, I, I just love, I the love guy. him. Yeah, I don't know same. what it is. He, and look, we all know the Brazzers aren't always that easy to like. No, but I like, I like Poitain. I don't mind Poitain. Yeah, but I like, just, I like Brazilian uh, fighters more than surfers. Oh, the surfers just seem like wankers. You would know more <laughs> about that. The Fu Man boys would know more about that. But yeah. the, 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 the in the water, the male, I'm, the male, the 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 male I'm getting from about Brazilian surfers is the. Tools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, so the final, so the main fight was the Lioness, Nune, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. Yeah. Bit of a floppo. Yeah. Irene, I sort of, I Irene did, I didn't, didn't get out of first gear. I didn't rear, I didn't watch it too closely. I did. It was just sort of, it was sort you, of going in the corner of my eye and I was doing yeah, something else. I, I, I had, um, I had Nunes uh, first round finish. That obviously didn't come in. And then I just took Aldana just because she was paying good money. Yep. And I thought, you know, you never know. I yep. mean, for fuck's sake, Nunez got beaten by bloody Juliana Pena. Little fucking point. pocket rocket, yeah. So, you know, anything's possible. But uh, And then I think, um, you know, the worst kept secret is those retirements because she retired, obviously. Yeah. Like, y- you know it's coming because um, John Anik, they start, as the fight progresses, maybe in round one or two, they start putting these little Easter eggs in there. And I started thinking to myself, this is it. 
they 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 all they they must they be. All knew. They all know. Yep, they all know, and they start dropping the little Easter eggs. Bef- and, and you know, round four, they might say another thing, and you kind of get the idea. I mean, you know, like um, I'm she's not a fighter for me that I'm like excited to watch her, but make no bones about it. Like, I mean, she's just one of those. Oh, she's crazy good. Just dominant. Just yeah. Kind of like your attire. That's the you know. I mean, you can't get much. You you your What more can she achieve? Yeah, I mean, who else is there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a dominant performance. But that card was it wasn't the best card. Let's be honest. Uh, my highlight was um, taking that Canadian mallet dude second round finish and getting a bit of winning a cash the fifty five. That was a highlight for me. I was strutting around the house like the <laughs> the cock king of the walk. shit of fucking <laughs> king shit of fuck mountain. <laughs> I feel bad. I've stolen that of Gordo, but Gordo's a good rooster. He won't mind. But um. Uh, I think Tim at um, Jesus, mate. We're going to be feeling this tomorrow. I hope all of you. Uh, hope the listeners aren't too concerned about my mental health with all my UFO whistleblowers. I want to believe. I'm sorry, I don't. Tim wants to believe, whereas I'm just. I'm like, I'm put all the chips in. Yeah. And you have to prove. You have to prove me that there are no extraterrestrials or uh, crafts in the universe. It's going to be hard to prove me. To go the other way, and, and we um, will find some music out, out of my uh, zone. We've we've both we're, there's music we both like. There's yeah. definitely music, definitely music we both like. Like on those playlists, on one of the playlists there that Hubie Hancock and shit. So I'm scrolling past like Melon Colin and Pennywise and shit. It's yeah. then there, but I look at that and go, well, that's no fun. If I put on Bullion by Melon Colin, you're you yeah, that's like, a good that's a good song. song. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's. People that people don't want to hear that shit. Nah, fuck they don't no. want to hear you go. This is a good song, Joe. I really like this. Yeah. And there's no fun there. No, 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 no. no. So I'm just gonna keep keep out, feeding the shit. I'm gonna keep <laughs> finding the weirdest <laughs> shit. It's gonna get weirder and weirder, eh? Like, oh, now did you see that Celine Dion meme I sent you? No. Oh, mate, it's gonna be hard to do this over the um, ear. But what I'll probably do is I will send you um, when this comes out. I'll post the Celine Dion meme yeah. on the page when this comes out. Now, it's it's air fryer related, and it's a weird noise that Celine Dion makes. We're not doing any justice, but have a look at this. Oh, okay, shit. The bloody pendulum's still playing in the background. On oh, Ed Russian Obstacle, sorry. Sounds like Celine Dion's rubbing one out. Can I read you? Did you read the meme? When the mozzarella sticks are right out of the air fryer. <laughs> like, what is Celine Dion doing there, though? What is she doing there? Like, it's... So the gag... Yeah, the gag is... Yeah. I said it because he loves the air fryer. When the mozzarella sticks are right out of the air fryer. But Celine Dion is doing some... Very strange vocalizations there. Like, who... It's, it's for. Uh, I know you don't like a lot of my music, Tim, but who is, who's into that? Oh, preschool kids. But it's, it's, it's like semi-erotic, semi-beatboxing. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're teaching but at schools. I don't look at, I don't look at Celine Dion in any way. Erotic. Erotically, she is like a. She must appeal to some. How old is she? I don't know, but there's, to me, I'm not being a, I'm trying not to be, well, I am a pig, but there's, 
Celine Dion might have some pipes on her, but there's not a single skerrick of a note or a noise that has come out of that woman in my life that I like. That I'm going like. to beat off to that. Well, not even, I wouldn't even, uh, let alone beat off, let alone even go, this is cool. Like, um, Are you much of a fan of Enya, though? Are you much of a fan of Enya? Um, do you know Enya? I do, I, oh, I quite, I, I can't recall a song. Can I? Can we go out on my favourite Enya song? Yeah. I'm saying this sort of tongue-in-cheek. It's a bit of a joke around our house. Yeah. We put this song on for the cats, because the cats, one of the cats, uh, Coco, we put this on as a joke one morning, because it was on a meme. Uh, there was a meme going around. It was a video meme. It was like a guy, it looked like an Indonesian guy, and he was on a little scooter, and he got like the shrink wrap plastic stuck on him, and it was all flying around. And this was the song... That was playing on the meme, and it was just one of those brown cardigan. It was just beautifully put together, memey. Yeah. And this, and but then one time we were playing it at home as a laugh, and Coco the cat, little cute Burma, was just looking out the window with this, and it's just become a bit of a joke. But I think this is a great song to end on, and I want you to tell me what you think about this song, Tim. <laughs> Oh, I thought you had a boner for a minute there, but it's just... <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> In you, bro. It's a great, great closer, eh? Only time, Tim. <laughs> this is fucking up my algorithm now, too, eh? Now I've got Enya on my algo. The funny thing is, like, apart from that last drum and bass song you played this is the best song you've played you like do you like this like I like it better than all those other songs I don't know okay actually I secretly love Enya no, no, <laughs> this is my favourite Enya song I'm not a fan of the her big hit which is um, whatever it is so is this I like her voice would you rather listen to this or Knobbly Tires on the Road that's the true test now Knobbly Tires or um, this I would probably listen to this. Over but I, I don't know if I could listen to a whole album of this. Oh, fuck no. Does this come over all right on the audio? When you, with the other episode? Like, did the other songs oh, come en- over okay? Oh, un- uh, yeah, good enough. Yeah. Good enough, yeah. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Hey, everyone. Keep your chins up out there. I can speak on behalf of Tim. I know he'll be okay with me saying this, that we love you all very much. Please, uh, just be careful out there. There's a lot of divorces. <laughs> There's a lot of heart attacks. Just get a blankie. Get a cuppa. Find a nice spot. Peer out the window and think about what's going well for you in your life. Das Vidanya. Oh my god, what a fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs>